You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny ninny pants. So grab your pants now and can do Make sure that she's little or super fresh or in your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. What's up, everybody? This is going to be your low energy show because I am <laughs> fucking done. Uh, Adam is unable to make it this week. So we have Chris Pinkerton, if you're nasty, filling in. What's up, party people? Adam, Adam 2.0. And of course, Uncle Dolphin, who you just heard. What up? Mm. I've one sipping the coffees. I know. It's, it's, it's kind of early. We, this is what? This is four hours earlier than we usually record? Yes, but I, do, I normally thrive in the mornings. And oh, usually I, I struggle a bit in the afternoons. Like two to four is like old man falls asleep <laughs> in a chair shit. Um, but today I'm dragging because it's been so hectic and I haven't had a chance to relax. But I'm going to do so. I'm going to be relaxing uh, this weekend. I was supposed to work Sunday. I'm not going to. Nice. And uh, Thursday I'm only working part of the day. So, so I can so go see Venom with Phil and yourself. Yeah, I need to talk to you about logistics on that. Okay, because yeah. my situation changed. Okay, mine did. I'm not sure from the last time I told you or not, but I'm I'm going to be heading up earlier in the afternoon. Okay, well I I'm not I'm free all day, so if okay. You wanted me to scoop you up? Oh, that's something. good. All right, beautiful. Nice. Make it work. That's yes, a, that's a good good schedule change. Yes, change. yes, yes. So, and then I'm going to be hanging out. At your house on Saturday with That's right. some folks. Um, good times. Good times. Good times. But I <laughs> we now, sound like old fucking, fucks right dude, now. <laughs> I got, like, I think I need to watch my drinking. Not because it's becoming a problem, but because, <clears throat> you know, well, you probably don't remember, Joe, but, like, if you, there is a threshold for drinking where when you drink too much, you don't sleep right. Like, you wake up, I feel like you go to sleep, and then you wake up around 2 or 3 in the morning, and then you go back to sleep, like just roll over and go back to sleep, and then from that point until you wake up regularly, that's your sleep. That's your REM sleep. Yeah, because yeah. when you pass out, like just because you pass out doesn't mean you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Your, your brain isn't doing sleep stuff, it's mm-hmm. just passed out. So, and I mean, not that I'm drinking until I pass out, but... but <laughs> not every night. Not every night. Not like Adam sometimes? <clears throat> no, he goes... No, he doesn't drink till he blacks out, he drinks till like he... Sleeps. Yeah, he just needs to he lay drinks down. himself to sleep. Um, <laughs> Old well, the, and soft and trash. The, the drunkest I've ever seen you was at my Christmas party. Oh yeah, year. when you oh, on yeah. the floor. That's the drunkest I've been in a long time. That's the drunkest I've been in a long time. I needed that that night. That was fun. Yeah. Okay. So, Chris, how was your nerd week? We'll start with you, our guest. It was. Uh, it was. It was good. It was uh, Comic Con nerd week. So you know, it's always going to be chock full. Um, we did a show for Patreon. Yep. That was, I've listened back to it. It was fucking fantastic. Um, but one of the questions that Brink asked was, what was the cosplay of the year? And, and I said, I don't really know if there was one, but I, I'm changing my answer. Raven. I saw more Ravens than I could shake a stick at. 
a specific raven or just a bunch of different kinds of raven? Mostly classic raven. Like, like hood, cape, white face. Uh, <laughs> really? Leotard. Wh- white face, not gray face? Like uh, <laughs> Teen Titans? <laughs> Teen Titan Go? Um, like a, a, a white-ish, like a really light gray maybe. But like the simple leotard with the belt? Yep. Okay. Yep, with uh, some sort of hosiery underneath. It's like white for the legs. Mm. You know, but that was the one I saw most often. Continue. Yeah, there was, um, I guess the trend will continue for many years. There were uh, 917 poorly done Harley Quinns there. Yeah. Of course. And yeah. a, a wig and some face paint and uh, the daddy's girl shirt. That, I mean, that's, yeah. that's never changed. I mean, it's moving now, but like Harley's always been extremely popular in that. Co- yeah, there were there was a, a there was one really good classics Harley. Did you see her walking around? Her suit almost had a metallic sheen to I it. I think I did. I think I did. And she I, had the white face paint, like complete white face paint. Yeah. She looked sharp. The the best I'd say I saw was the the steampunk Batman and Mister Freeze. Did you I'm, see them? I'm biased. I don't like steampunk anything. I, uh, I did, and it was awesome. It was very well done. But, but nobody yeah. knows who the fourth person was. Um, you're right. They were, but, <laughs> but it was, you know, there I, was there was Mister Freeze. There was Batman, Robin, and then who was it? New York Mike that said it was also Jim from Accounting. Yeah, it was a very nondescript <laughs> female character with a yeah. she had like a veil over her face. Yeah. I, I don't know, but you know, I was up close to to those costumes and. At one point in time on Sunday, uh, Brian Brink and I were, you know, making a lap, and we were kind of in their same track, and it was everybody. They were no telling me pictures they took. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, as a cosplayer, Joe, when you cosplay with something, you know that you're like this, this shit. You know, I feel like the shit right now. Right. When you cosplay in that, do you expect to enjoy the con, or you just know you're just going to be all day taking pictures? And yeah, no, no, it depends on the costume. You just it's not like a, a drag or anything because you expect it. Right, okay. But but yeah, you, you pick a day because you don't do the same costume every day, usually for mm-hmm. us anyway. You you pick one day to do the, the most extravagant one and then on Sunday you usually do a very casual one that you probably won't get stopped much and you can actually look at shit. Yeah. yeah. I was I was hoping that no one was dumb enough to think like, oh, I can't even People won't see leave what's me going alone. on here. They just take the costume. I mean, yeah. there was one year at NYCC we were stuck in one spot for an hour and a half. <sighs> like, we couldn't leave. That's awesome. I mean, you, you can't. You, can, your... you can. You can just. You can go. No one's stopping you. But like, right. if you're not asked, then you you agree to people asking you to take pictures. Total sidebar here. Mm-hmm. What do you think about people who are? I don't know if they consider themselves conf- uh, professional cosplayers, but ask people for a tip when they they get their picture taken. Is that something? A tip? Did you, you see mean? that? I've heard of it before. I, I did I've not never see seen it that. Here. I've heard of people that say, you like know, money. Yeah, like oh, that's a, no, a that's, couple that, bucks. that's ridiculous. Okay, that's not a, <laughs> I, that's I not acceptable. So. That might be a common kind of thing. I've never heard of that. Yeah. That's that's not okay. I heard about it. Where did I? It may have been somebody on Instagram was talking about it. So. Mm. Everyone just out, hand, have the handout nowadays. Yeah. So that's that. I mean, that's your hobby. I mean, even if you're professional, that's your hobby and your career. And people should pay you when you're doing a professional job, not when you're right. walking around taking pictures. Yeah, it's more of an advertising. Yeah. Speaking of handouts, feel free to join our. Patreon, uh, <laughs> Patreon, or Rage Radio. We're doing good stuff on there. There's a really great show about Baltimore on there. That's right. Um, so people asking, like, that's crazy. I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm surprised, but not surprised. Like, it's not incredulous to me because I just know how people are. Nice word, Joseph. It always makes me think of the Tool song, uh, Vicarious. Yes, I like this. There he goes. Incredulous at best, your desires to believe in angels in the hearts of men. 
That shit. I I that is my fucking life. <laughs> um okay, continue. I'm sorry. So Thursday, uh, my wife set up there at in at um almost said NJC's in Baltimore. <laughs> Uh, I helped her Thursday and Friday. Saturday, I stayed home, and uh, Mason, my oldest, went with her. And then I took the kids on Saturday to the, uh, the I don't know, I, I want to call it a dollar theater, but it's not a dollar anymore. And, and uh, Frederick, the um, I think it's called the Holly, Holiday Cinema. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah wow, yeah. that's a... That's a that's old a, school. It's yes. I, I it was a good. We went and saw a Teen Titans. Like where go the, the floors are permanently sticky. They are. Oh, <laughs> like X-ray theater. No, it was just like so many sodas have been poured on that bitch for fifty years, it, probably. Yeah, it's not stadium seating. You know, it's no, got it's the slope like, floor, <laughs> which honestly, it was super comfortable. The picture was super crisp. <laughs> I wasn't mad at it. It wasn't super expensive to What's take it? the kids. Uh, we saw Teen Titans go to the movies. How big? How much bigger was the screen than, than your TV at home? Uh, two or three, maybe four inches. No, it, it, it was a it was a decent size screen, and I mean it was a huge it was a huge cinema too. So I took Jaina there to see Brave in yeah. the in the movies when that was out. That's it's the only one I've seen. Very oddly run. Like the movie's supposed to start at three. We got and I got there at like you know thirty minutes early just because mm. that's what you do in a movie. Yeah. Well, the movie actually didn't start till like three ten because Incredibles was running before that, and the guy had to half ass sweep. Half ass, <laughs> and it was like it was us, my my two kids, and. Uh, and one single lady that was in the whole theater. I don't understand their business operation. And there's someone up there changing the reels, even yeah. though it's a digital film. <laughs> or how, yeah, how, however, it is. however, it is. They have to make the digital transfer to a reel. To a reel in order right. to watch it. That's there. right. We have to be backwards compatible. It was Phillips, opposite of a CD burner. That's what it is. I uh, I picked up some prints from Mike Zeck, um, who drew my childhood, and I didn't really realize it, but. I actually got to shoot the shit with him um, for about 10 minutes, which was cool. And, um, yeah, that was really it for the con. I picked up some random-ass figures. Um, I went to uh, – I finished I finished the third Hellboy Library Edition book. Damn, you're flying through these. They're, I mean, they're big books. They are big books, but they're super thick pages, so it's not as many stories as you'd think. And there's okay. a huge section in the back of sketches and whatnot in it. I got book, you. So, um that's three I'm through. I think I have seven of the hardcovers. So. You collected those very quickly. Uh, I bought one, enjoyed it, bought the next one, enjoyed it, and then I found the rest of them on eBay for like basically 20 bucks a piece. That's awesome. That in a bulk, like Goodwill selling them on there or something. I saw some pictures on, online with um, live action Hellboy. It looks fucking good. Yeah, so there's a new movie coming out um, in April. It's, um, uh, what's his name? The guy who plays the sheriff on... Uh, Stranger Things, David yeah. Harbour. It looks fucking. It looks really good. good. So it's a completely retelling of the story away from the the uh, Del Toro. Del Toro. A re a proper reboot. A proper reboot. Yeah. So yeah just just completely disconnect. Just whole, you know start over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Starting over. Not that I don't like the other ones. No, I enjoyed them yeah. actually. I, I've watched them both again recently, and uh, you know the second one gets a lot of hate, but it's it's a good story. The Golden Army. The Golden I, Army. I, like I enjoy it. it. Yeah. yeah, I like the visuals. And it gets a lot more into the uh, inhuman universe. Yeah. Like yeah, to the, see all the, the trolls and all that. And the and elves and, yeah. That was really cool. The elves are fucking cool. Yeah. In the second one, anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how accurate that is to the books. I'm going to assume none. I haven't but. run into the Golden <laughs> Army in the books I've, I've read so far. I do know that the... But they were fucking cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do know that the story for the new one is based on um, one of the stories from, from Hellboy. And it's very, very interesting the way that... that 
series was done. It was just a bunch of miniseries. It wasn't Hellboy 1 through 50. So it's Hellboy, what? this story, that story. That's why I was thinking. Four or five issues. Like, that's why I thought the movies worked because Hellboy seemed like an episodic character mm-hmm. where he just got, does adventures. There's right. no real time to it. Yeah, and, and they jump through time constantly. Yeah. You know, like it would be a story in the 60s and this one's sitting in the 80s. And what made you want to jump into that? Into Hellboy. I mean, it's a very, it's a very specific and relatively peculiar choice. It, it is, and it's it, you, you'll have you ever bought a figure and wanted to know more about the character? Sure. Well, so, no. To be fair, it's usually the other way. Well, every now and then, sometimes a Marvel legend, like I'm familiar with the character, and mm-hmm. then I'll buy it, and then when I see it in a book I'm reading, I'm like, oh, I'm going to give more of a fuck about right. what they do. So yeah, I guess so. So Thousand Toys is a brand that I absolutely adore, and, they, and they're doing they have Hellboy. Hellboy, and I'm like, well, fuck, I'm going to get it. One, it looks awesome. Two. Um, it's thousand toys, and so I asked um, Iron Claw Matt uh, mm-hmm, Matt mm-hmm. E. Yep, yep, yep. He's a huge Hellboy fan. I'm like, okay, where okay. do I start? And so he pointed me in the direction of uh, basically an omnibus book. But then I found these these library editions like that. You know that one over there. I'm like, oh, that's those are dope, and they're not that much more. So I started huh. on those. Yeah, and no, it's, that's it's cool. a huge universe. And that you know Matt Matt warned, warned me that he's like, look. It's it's deep once you get in because there's there's the Hellboy series, there's the BPRD series, there's the Lobster Johnson series, there's the Ape <laughs> series, uh, and, and they're still to this day, you know, creating new material. So the that's cool. I heard I think that Sentinel Toys, Flame Toys, Thousand Toys are all. They, connected they are somehow. sister companies, yeah. Okay. yeah so all high quality shit. Oh my yeah, god, they make the best robots. Agreed. The Robot brand. Yeah. yeah so there's a. Uh, there's an Iron Spider six scale Sentinel figure coming out. Yes, yeah, oh. from a character wise, I really don't care. It's and it's a it it's cool. a comic based version. No, oh yeah. See, Bobby, you don't get on Facebook. You're missing on this shit. I know, dude. I got on Facebook recently. Like, I opened my proper Facebook to to not check the nerd rage notes. You know, <laughs> right? And I saw the notifications. And I was like, okay, I'm going to scroll to the bottom. I want to go through. And I was like, no, no, I'm not. I got like two thumb scrolls through, and I was like, I'm stopping. That's scroll, fuck. No, scroll is better. So, you know, a thousand toys where I introduced to them was the the uh, synthetic humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, the articulation is just bananas on those, and they've basically taken that mold and gone that. Oh, that's the money shot right there. Him kneeling while he's balancing on yep. the. Um, they've taken that articulation and used it in all sorts of other stuff. I think that's Michael Turner. That his art. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's what this is based off of. There was it was a Civil War cover that Michael Turner did. Yeah, I remember that now. I mean, I'm I'm seriously contemplating pre-ordering that. It's like two seventy-five, which it, all things considered, isn't that bad. Two seventy-five. It's a six scale. Oh, six scale. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's not. It's not. A I was like, figure. I can't no, no, fuck no. with you yeah. on this. <laughs> so, you know, oh, Mister, eight fucking hot toys coming this month. <laughs> no, 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 but not for one twelfth. I like. I, that's what I was yeah, thinking in my okay. head. So no, they've done the. They do those uh, Iron Man suits. The but they're those. They're not awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem because they they don't go with anything. Yeah, I mean, if you're just gonna build, you know, a shelf just of those Iron Man, yeah, then you can get those. But that's a uh, that's that's an interesting piece for sure. But um, yeah, so so they're all wrapped up somehow in there. Um, it seems like sister it. Sister companies in some capacities. So. Mm. Yeah, and um, that's you know, really it. I'm trying to think if I watched anything. I'm I'm still not done with Iron Fist. I have like two episodes left. <laughs> it's not that I don't want to watch. It's like normally Mason and I, my oldest, we normally watch that stuff together. But it just didn't work out this time. Like I, I had several flights with work, so I always plus Baltimore to, back yeah, to school, back to school. You know, I'm busy as hell with diorama stuff. I've got this new equipment. I'm trying to get my head I around. Know, I'm, I'm trying to get my hands around it. <laughs> well, I mean, you know where I live. 
We'll get it. Yeah, I might bring some sheets uh, this weekend and leave okay. them over there. We'll see what's up. I mean, if, if it's if it's full, if it's uh, fan fold foam, you don't need to bring me anything. Okay, perfect. I'm good. Perfect. I, I'm good. Um, Joseph, what about you? Um, well, we went. We did. That, that, that was a great day. We hung out all day. We went to be more. Yeah. And uh, the, reco- the recording for, uh, for your new song, mm, not it's to tell me. The recording session was really interesting. The dude was interesting. The equipment was interesting. I've, I never had a behind the scenes look like that. One thing that he did, I, I told Joe, I thought was cool, was he's playing it and he's mixing it. And he's and for, for those that aren't Patreon, like the, there is going to be a new song this year. It has been recorded. The um, He's playing it through the monitors, right, as he's mixing it. And then when he thought he had it to a good point, he hit a button and it starts playing out of this little shitty handheld radio boombox. And then he listened to it for a minute and then flipped it back to the monitors. And I think it's just so, like, because the monitors are such, produce such a good sound that, like, it can be misleading as to the actual sound quality. Yeah, when so you listen to it on something else, it's not going to sound like So he flips it to the biggest piece of shit you can find <laughs> to see if it's at least decent on there, which gives him an idea, and then he flipped it back to the monitor. Yeah, so see, see what it was sounding like on 102Q? Yeah, 92Q. I ain't with that 92Q shit. Um, and his technical expertise was impressive. So mm-hmm. so we talked about this on the, the Patreon. Mm-hmm, a good uh, bit. This is a gentleman's home. Uh no a, no a, a it's a business okay okay yeah. so it's a little unclear when yeah and it's like uh it's really it's like a, it's really impressive he used to have it in his basement years ago but he had moved out to this location and I knew he had moved it out and I had actually stopped by there one time just to say hello because I was in the area but I'd never been in and it was it was very. It's I mean, built. yeah, I'm very proud of him because he's like a hardworking guy. Like he's he's a guy that's got his fingers in ten different pies. But so is he doing this for a living, or is this part of his living? Part of his living. Okay. Yeah, he does like he does some construction. He does like I mean, he's involved in a a lot. I feel you. So he's got that diversified bond. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. He's a gentleman. He's got always the, been got a gentleman. the revenue streams on lock. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, continue. Um, yeah, so that was cool. Uh, listen, we're listening to that shit on loop. It's, dude, I've been listening to almost like, music wise, other than podcasts, I've been listening to basically nothing but that song. Mm. I've been hurting myself in the gym because it gets me going, and I'm like, I got one more rep. I'm fucking in pain right now. <laughs> not, I'm not like injured, but like just pushing too fucking hard. Mm. Yeah, there's. Um... I need you to send me that. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, yeah. I, I, I pre ordered that shit. I'll, I'll well, send... I, I didn't get the link. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll take it out in phone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, uh, I, there's a couple, I don't want to give them away on, I, I told, I talked about some of it on, on the Patreon, but like, there's a couple lines in there that I'm like, God yeah. damn, I'm proud of that. Um, and that one, one, one part in the first verse, the mix. With the, that's oh, crazy. God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, that dude knew what he was doing. He knew his way around that stuff. And like, like and the thing is like, I d- it didn't look like he was like super paying attention, but fucking he was. He was like, you know, mm-hmm. doing stuff. He was also talking to the girl that was there a little bit. Uh-huh. But like, as soon as anything was said, he's like, you know, this spot, this spot, and this spot. I'm like, oh shit, he, he he was paying attention. Yeah, and I said like at that one point, I mentioned also that I was like, I want to cut and paste that laugh from that to there's this part in the second verse, and he was like, yeah, I know the part, the end of the second bar, and I was like, oh yeah, I couldn't have told you that, and okay. I was fucking watching, right. <laughs> Yeah, he was a professional. I appreciated his ethic for sure. Yeah. 
that 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 was fucking cool. And then we uh, went to set up a little mm-hmm. bit anyway, set yeah. up the uh, shelves. And stuff yeah, for, no, we we, we got a good bit done to where I could kind of go in Friday and just lay some shit out. Yeah. And then Laura came in Saturday and made it look prettier. And then for Sunday, she she really got a did ladies, some good work. Ladies' touch. Yeah. I mean, majority of it was fucking waiting in line. I don't know why they have one loading oh dock God. to fucking. Yeah. To, and we we could have gone down to that because you had to go into the main loading dock also, right? Where there was all those cars, and then you had to bring the shit all it's the way around. Far. It's on the there's other a side. whole fucking loading dock right, right by yeah. where you are. Alley. Well, I found I, I probably wasn't supposed to do this, but I was like, that garage door points the same direction I'm going. Well, let's see where it goes, and it comes out like right there. So I found a little shortcut. You didn't have to like go through where everybody was piled up trying to register. Uh, it. Yeah. It, it basically came out right by where all the food vendors were. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I. That's started. where I went out to smoke. It was actually um, this one. This one day, it was Saturday. I like walked out of that door. The door, the single door, right next to the. Yeah, I walked out of that door, and there was like all the loading dock guys that like us work there, or like hanging out like a lounge area, and um, they were like. What are you doing? And I was like, chilling, man. And I just started vaping. <laughs> and I did one guy was like, that motherfucker's crazy. And then like, we just started hanging out and kicking it for a bit. <laughs> it was good. Uh, anyway, because then you know, uh, Yeah, so yeah, we hung up like all day. Yeah, it was good. Mostly in the car, but chatting, it was very helpful. Chatting, chatting, and jamming out to the music. It's fucking, fucking great. I had uh, mentioned on the on the bonus one that I felt like I was getting ready to take a test when we were sitting in the. Uh, yeah, I'm like, it's weird because it's your thing. Yeah, I think like, it's, no one's no one's. I think it's a little bit of performance anxiety. Yeah, like that's, that's what I ask you is, is, did you have anxiety performing in front of essentially a stranger? stranger yeah. And then also like you're, I'm oh, paying you worry about him judging that. And also like I'm paying money for this. So like I got to get it right. Cause I've right. got two hours to make this work. And, and you, had it. It, you had it done. And yeah. It was, I mean the majority, well, not majority, like the only time there was like maybe wasted was downloading the music yep yeah that was yep. that was like 15 minutes when you had to get the fucking yeah. music on his computer was a pain in the ass. I, I wonder if i mean two hours probably isn't a huge amount of time for him but i'm wondering if he thought man this got two hours well we ain't gonna get shit done in two hours. I'm, I'm wondering <laughs> yeah. if you're coming in you know obviously you were very well prepared for this yeah. and you know we talk a little bit i'm sure he deals with some real knuckleheads that yeah. come in yeah i mean as soon as you, you told him you, you mixed the track he was like oh and he was interested yeah at yeah, that point. yeah and um but yeah, you didn't like. You only had to record maybe a couple of verses twice. And, yeah, I mean, you had everything. I can tell you have everything laid out in your head. Yeah, it's like it came out sounding exactly like you wanted to with all the cut-ins, with fills and everything like that. Yeah, like it was very <laughs> organized. And there was that one part where I was like, "Fuck!" And then I was like, "I'm sorry." I yeah, lost control of my emotions. <laughs> like, and I was thinking, like, this is a not a home studio but it's not like a professional studio like mm-hmm. as a big name studio so i'm sure he got fucking knuckleheads going in there yeah that, yeah. that has no I, I couldn't imagine you being anywhere near you know <laughs> yeah. the, the, the bottom of, yeah. That, of, yeah. The, of the people who goes there hey yeah. man i'm leasing this beat i've only got it for three hours can we get this done yeah, yeah. i mean he talked about that too like yeah. people coming in with bought beats and leased beats and yeah yeah. I, strangely enough, I was talking to Dustmites this past week, and I don't remember if we talked about it on our show or not. But he he said he used to pay his rent leasing beats on like MySpace. Really? Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's he paid awesome. his rent leasing beats. I'm anxious to hear what he comes up with now that he's got some proper equipment. You know? Oh yeah. So so he he got uh he got Fruity Loops like the pro version, and he got the the keypad for it. 
yeah. uh, and yesterday. So I'm, I'm excited to. He, he's 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 dropped a couple things he's done. I just um, want to hear great. him, like, because Fruity Loops, the version that he was using, is I think mainly what he was using on there were loops and breaks. Yeah, you know, so like the freedom that being able to actually program it and play it for lack of a better term yourself i'm just interested to see where he goes with that yeah should be good yeah and he knows about video games i was like oh nice that that makes me like you more because you're talking about street fighters oh, see, yeah. what up your video they were was, watching i told him they yeah. were watching reviews when we left yeah he, <laughs> <laughs> he was like oh you youtube what, what do you do like, yeah. oh, i do reviews skull face <clears throat> yeah and then that lady didn't want anything to do with the skull mask yeah he, she was interesting yeah oh i did i did see um a, a, a black girl dressed up as um, Jigsaw from uh, Saw. Oh, oh really? Next day. So I know we had talked about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the show. Um, Dude, I, I thought it was fucking hilarious when he was like, do you mind listening to one of my beats at the end? Oh, yeah. And you said, of course not. I said, of course not. I wouldn't mind. I wanted to right. say, he, he thought you shot him down. Yeah, yeah. He was like, oh, I, okay, forget that then. <laughs> and he, he closed yeah. the folder. I'm like, wait, I think you yeah, he miscommunication. Like, yeah, he was like, would you, would you like to hear some of, some of the beats I made? And I, uh, or would you mind hearing some of the beats I made? And I was like, of course not. And he was like, okay. That, that didn't take long to, Say no to, I guess. And I, and I was like, no, I'm saying of course not. Like, of course I wouldn't mind. Like, please, play the Double negative. Yeah. 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 And, and I, I did like his beat. Yeah, I did yeah, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, was it a trap beat? No. no it it was, had, was there a running high? It was very, it was modern. Yeah, it's like moody. But it had a, um, it had a, it had a vibe. It wasn't just like, you know, for the club or for the lean or whatever. Like it had a, you know, like you had to talk about something on it. Yeah. Um, last week I talked about, I just mentioned, I listened to the, uh, that Wolverine podcast mm-hmm. and yeah. we, I forgot to talk about, it. we just went off on a tangent, but I, I liked it. I want to hear more, but they're kind of short. They're like anywhere between like 15 minutes to half an hour. And I, I don't know how often they come out. And I'm they're just, acting it out, right? Yeah. Is it ever too much? Like no. Like okay, good. Stuff too? Yes. Like, like you hear background noises when a boat, you hear like, this uh, shit like that. Claws. Uh, <laughs> Not yet. Mm. Um, but you know how we always talk about what we want from a Spawn movie or what could mm-hmm, be a Batman mm-hmm, movie? Mm-hmm. where It's told from the exactly, perspective. From, exactly. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like that. Okay. It's like a mystery going on. There's these two agents. You don't exactly know what they're up to, but they're going around um, interviewing people in this uh, rural Alaska town mm-hmm. and um, this murders and shit. And they think maybe Logan did it. Um, you hear Logan speak a couple of times. His voice is pretty good. The the first voice that comes on the podcast from the episode one, I thought that was Logan's voice, and I'm like, that's not, that's too much. <laughs> but it was a sailor. Gotcha. But so that threw me off. He's uh, like, ahoy, matey, and you're like, uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's interesting. Like um, he talked on the phone once, and you hear him narrate his own letter that somebody found, hmm. talking about how he's trying to get away from society. To more rural areas where Weapon X can't get him, where there's not phones everywhere. That's why he's in this fucking rural town in Alaska. And there's also this cult. Cool. There's this also this cult in this town, and they might be part of the murders. They f- they found some dead bodies that the local police are saying is bear maulings, but no one's like believing that shit. Huh. So it's so like a murder mystery, conspiracy <laughs> thing. Right, right, right. So now now I want more. So I want okay. I want to know more. Well, so, good. So was good. So I don't know if anyone has time. It's, it's short, like I said. It's only been like five or six episodes. Of that one. It's like fifteen minutes, twenty minutes each. So is it the people that are doing this? Have they done other 
types of things like this before? I have no or? idea, but this is official. It's oh, it a, is. Oh, an really? Actual, yeah. I thought it was like a just. No, it's an official Wolverine Marvel, Marvel thing. No shit. Mar- no, uh, Wolverine: The Long Night. How are they not promoting that in any capacity? I I, I don't even know how. how, how did you I only it? heard about it because one of our listeners suggests we listen to it. Oh, okay. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't remember your name all the time. I head right now, but thank you. Because mm-hmm. like, say it was Kevin. I have, I have it's a, probably Kevin. I have a long ass drive every week, so that that's good. James from accounting. <laughs> um, I watched the invitation. It's mm-hmm. like a suspense slash horror movie. I I wasn't scared. I was just real mad the whole time. Oh really? Yeah, was it a, I think was it's a it personal a thing. Asian casting? No, thing or? no, no. no. Oh, okay. There was one Asian girl and one black guy. Oh no, there was an Asian girl, an Asian guy, and a black girl in it. Oh wow! Yeah. But it is a but it is one of those things. It's a white person party. Well, like me and Chris was like, oh, this is some shit white people would do. I would have left a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but like, <laughs> like what, shit what, got super awkward. Like in the beginning. <clears throat> okay, so so this guy and this lady had a divorce because the kid died. Some mm. drama happened. It's two years later. They're getting all the old friends back together to try and heal old wounds and trying to be okay again. Okay. And it's super awkward from the get-go. And I'm like, I think I would have left like five minutes into it. Oh, I might not even have gone because they didn't break up in good terms. And like 20 minutes into it, I'm like, why are they still fucking there? I and then me and Crystal was like, this is some white people shit, ain't it? <laughs> I thought you meant awkward white people party. Like they were like, thanks for coming. The theme is insects. You're a caterpillar. <laughs> and like put little antennas on your head, like on one of them little bands. And you- <laughs> well, it is, there's, I mean, there's weird shit going on. That, that I mean, that's why it's, uh-huh. it's a suspense slash horror movie. I got but you. It's, it is some, some white people shit. But uh, yeah, I did not enjoy it, but it just made me mad instead of suspensed. But I I would say watch it if you're into that genre. Okay. Um. Oh, and I get I get the main character mixed up with Tom Hardy. He's not Tom Hardy, but with a beard, he looks kind of like Tom Hardy. Hmm. I, I'll pull up later and see if it's just like me being racist and thinking white guys with beard look the same thing. Shadows. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that's a couple of anime I saw watching, but I'll, I'll wait for Adam next week to talk about it because he's my anime anchor mm. <laughs> in the show. Yeah. None of you give a fuck about that no, shit. No, not too much. All right, let me give a little save. All right, so let me see what I did. Baltimore, of course, we talked a good bit about that. Um, we did okay. Like we fell a little short of our goals, uh, so we were sitting kind of behind the eight ball for TFCon, but uh. You know, it, I think it was worth going. I, I will say this, like, I think we need to, and I talked to you a bit about this, like, we need to change our approach for Baltimore. I mean, your fan base is a more Transformers base anyway. Like, TFCon is more home for you than BCC, right? Um, not particularly yes. your material, not, not, not yes. just your art, because you have diverse art, but, right. like, your but fans, yeah, personal. Yes, yes, absolutely. However, there were, like, I mean, there were a lot of people that came by the table, like, you know, which I appreciate 100%, but the people next to me uh, were like, they, they kept telling, telling my wife, like, how do all these fucking people know him? Like, you know, like, like they were like, what the fuck? Like, there's always like 20 people hanging out or whatever. And they were like, next year, you should just put a fucking lounge in your... Because uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, you were in the, in the selling area, probably. Yeah, probably. And we're right back at it. So I'm, I'm uh, actually surprised you like Bob Sugar. It doesn't seem like it's your couple. I of like the songs the mom sings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, they're like dad jokes. Okay, I get it. My, my favorite song from there is when they went to the food truck festival and the the uh, kind of Fiona Apple girl was up there and she goes, Oil spill. <laughs> yes. Oil spill. 
big and wet. What was the um oh, the, the the Bob's Burgers one with the the turkey? Oh God! There's a song every episode, basically at the end. Like, oh, it's the one that, where the, all the turkeys got loose in the fe- in the in the. F- oh no! This is it. I'm gonna play it real quick. It's Forty nine. Yes, oh. the cranberry sauce. We're having mashed potatoes. Oh, the turkey looks great. Thank you for loving me. Glenn. Thank you for being there. Please. Thank you for loving me. Oh God! Everyone's thanking. The whole Glenn. world's thanking you. Stop. Thanking Glenn, us. Stop. For thanking you, Glenn. Kill the turkey, Glenn. Pass oh. the cranberry sauce. We're having mashed potatoes. Oh, the turkey looks great. Thank you for loving me, Glenn. Thank you for being there. Yeah. I, I feel like that's that's you, and then Laura saying, "Bobby, <laughs> stop." Yeah, it is it's definitely me. We're so, having mashed potatoes. I, I was singing along uh, to some song um, last night. Oh God! Um, it, I think it was um, a, a Christian song. So just uh, bring back your love, or just, um, something like that. And um, and like the kids were like having a hard time, fucking wipe it down the goddamn table in chairs, which we do every night after dinner. And uh, and I was like, and I was, and I was like singing the. I was like, I was like, you gotta wipe the table down, wipe the table, then the chairs. Like you know, like so I, I, I drop nuts with that kind of shit. Did you ever see? You know, the same voice actor does Bob, and he does Archer. Yeah, yeah, okay, guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, I don't know what season it is. You can Google it easily enough. There's an episode of Archer. It's like the season premiere where he is Bob. And the whole thing's been a covert operation. Oh, and shit, like, no, I need yeah, to see that. It's awesome. That's fucking and, awesome. And got, all the voice actors are there, and, and I think they end up killing everybody except except him as Bob. I've, I've never watched Archer. I haven't either. It's got really? kind of a cult following. Yeah, I, I watched to. it like the first three seasons, and I liked it. But like, it was a hiatus. Remember when Adam showed up as Archer last year? I thought he was oh, Obama. Oh, yeah. I knew. You <laughs> <laughs> thought it was a- Obama. That's I knew right. they were right away, but he, I mean, he didn't. He didn't blackface. <laughs> yeah, because it, it had that like the you know, shadow, it, like, yeah, shell the, sh- the shell, the cell shaded look. Yeah. But it looked like Obama's skin tone, like that, you know. Um, and then he was. Like, no, I, man, I get it because you don't see in color. So that makes <laughs> <Yeah>. sense. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, we did we did okay at Baltimore, but you know, it just puts us a little bit behind the eight ball. But we'll work it out. But I, I was saying, I think we need to change our approach. We sold like a lot of things from ten dollars to twenty five dollars. Makes sense. But we brought a lot of higher end stuff. The blankets. Stuff. I mean, the blankets are really nice. I, I, I'm sure people like it and think it's worth it. But not everyone has, that, has kind of money. What's yeah. What's your price point on those? Uh, so the fleece are seventy, but we only have two left, and we might do them as raffles for TFCon. We're going to do a lot of stuff for TFCon. Um, and then we have, uh, the plush for 100, the Sherpa, Sherpa for 125. The Sherpa is really fucking good. Yeah, they're they're really fucking good. You didn't buy them? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. And then we have the woven woven. for 150. Yeah. So. Oh, really? The woven is more expensive than the Sherpa? mm Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, I think we're going to change our approach if we do it next year and just focus on the $10 to $25 stuff and have a lot more of it. Cause like we did sell out, you know, it's so interesting. Like for two years ago, we talked about doing away with mouse pads because who uses fucking mouse pads anymore? You I know, you, I told you what people use mouse pads for now. Yeah. Crumbling weed. <laughs> yep. Um, but what's crazy is we almost sell out every year. 
Like we just we can't afford to not do them. I mean, they I mean they're kind of versatile. You can use them for anything. It's crazy. They're like little soft things. Maybe get a grinder to go with. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> put put Optimus on the grinder. Yeah. Um, and then let's see what else I wanted to talk about. If there's anything regarding that, I'm not sure. I did watch this documentary. I watched it on the way to work. Like just had it on and listened to it. What do you need to really watch a documentary for? And I'm old and I'm soft and I'm trash. But I fucking damn near cried like two times on my way to work. Um, so it was a documentary called Batman and Bill. Now, I've watched this, the Bill Finger one. Oh, my God. Did you cry too? I don't remember crying. It was fucking heart-wrenching. Like, so... You look real fucking sad right now. <laughs> Just thinking about it. <laughs> I'll be honest. I, remember, I know that I watched it. I don't really remember much about it. It seems like it was... A while back. So there's always been these rumors that I've heard just from being involved in comics and, you know, in the culture that uh, Bob Kane didn't create shit. You know, that the Batman and a bunch of the villains and Robin and Gotham and the Batcave and Alfred and Gordon and fucking all that shit was created by this guy, Bill Finger. And Bob Kane took it and ran away with it, basically. And then that he didn't create the Joker either. This guy, Jerry Robinson, created the Joker. It was what I'd always heard. But, you know, I didn't want to necessarily believe it without doing any research. So, uh, Bill Finger came up on Shattered Cast for whatever reason. And um, and I mentioned it. And then I was like, you know what? I should do a little bit more research. And I was thinking about doing some research so I could do a video about it and test the waters on that. But then I came to find out there's like full-length documentaries about it. So I was like, well, that's a little bit... <laughs> <laughs> I probably don't need to do anything. Well, you can do a Reader's Digest version for a sit-down Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was looking at it and like this. So basically, they contacted Bob to create a character to be kind of the answer to Superman. And he he came up with this idea of a character called Batman. And he looked like Robin in a lot of ways. And he ran the idea past Bill Finger. Bill Finger fleshed out the story, the origin story, the parents' murder, the whole bit changed the design, gave him the cape and cow, gave him the bat wing cape, you know, gave him the bat symbol, gave him all that shit. And basically all of them. Basically. Other than the name. Other than the name. And then Bob Kane ran away with it. Well, Bill Finger for years disputed it. Like, hey man, like that's my character. Like, can I get a co-credit or something? And he was like, you don't have anything. It was all me, 100% me. But then Bob Kane published a book called like Batman and Bob. And... In that book, he says that fucking this dude co-created it, Bill Finger. So Bill Finger died like in a fucking pauper's grave and shit, like just with a number and all this shit. And the guy that's doing the documentary is trying to get him justice, for lack of a better term. But he's running into walls because there doesn't seem to be an apparent heir to dispute it. Mm. So he finds an heir. Uh, Bill had a guy, a son named Fred. So he contacts... Fred, or he's trying to contact Fred. Fred is dead. He died of HIV and, or AIDS. Yeah, and it's all coming back to me now that you're telling me this. Yeah, and and like so, he's like, "Fuck, that's it. It's over." You know, it's, I'll just try to spread the word and educate people. <clears throat> well, he finds this uh, niece or something of some married person into the family and contacts them, and they're like, "Well, you know, you should probably talk to I forget her name now. You should probably talk to Kathy. Let's say." Like, well, who's Kathy? Kathy's Fred's daughter. And he's like, what? And like, apparently Fred was married for a bit, had a daughter, 
So they contact Kathy, they get in touch with her, and they fight basically to get rights to Batman to go to this guy, like at least co-credit rights. Anyway, they end up doing it. Like, so now he's mentioned, like Bill Finger's mentioned on all the material, which is awesome. Nice. Yeah, but and there the, was there was some particular. I think it was one of the animated movies coming out right then. No, it's it was B- BBS. BBS. Yeah, yep. the beginning of BBS says Batman created that's by fucking awesome Bob did, Kane. And did Bill it get Finger. any money? Hopefully. Well, the family does now. Good. That's fucking good. So then they sucks were, for the guy because he's, he's dead and didn't see it. But you know, they were looking through his because like one of the next things they were going to do was buy like a gravestone for him, like a proper gravestone. And they were looking through like some of the old archive stuff in the family collection. And like, they, I don't know, I can't, my memory's foggy on it, but I don't know if they came across a journal or something, but the dude, Fred, didn't bury him. It's just a mark for him. Mm-hmm. And he had him cremated and took the ashes out to California, drew a bat symbol in the sand and filled it with his ashes and let the ocean come and take it away. And I was like, God damn, it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> I like, like, like fighting back tears in yeah, this fucking this thing. Shit. You know, That's it was mad feels, man. Yeah, it was crazy. And like, you know, it was just, it was a very fucking touching story with a happy ending. So yeah. I think that happens a lot in, well, everything. But I mean, even if you look like, so I don't know if you guys have seen. I want to say it's called Power of Grey Skull. There's a, a yeah, yeah great. dude, it's great. Right, fucking. so it, it is almost like a companion piece to the toys that made us. Yes, yes. the toys that made us. And, and it, it, as much as I enjoy that series, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of manufactured drama and anything like that. It's well, I created He Man. No, I created He Man. Yeah, the, yeah. You know, that whole bit. Because what happens is they'll say, "Hey, uh, Bobby, I need you, you to. I've got these three characters. Uh, Uncle, I, I need you to flesh out this Uncle Dolphin character." Right. Well, you basically come up with everything, and then Uncle Dolphin takes off, and you know Joe's making a trillion dollars. And well, what about me? Well, you got paid your you know 150 bucks to to design this character. Yeah, that's a, that's a difference between legality and fucking human decency, like correct ethics and morality. Yeah, you know, exactly. like a decent dude wouldn't do that kind of thing, right? <clears throat> but I mean, but they had like before all the evidence came out. You know, I'm still trying to be skeptical, right? Like that's my approach with everything. Is, yeah. So they had this shit where they were like they had interviews with all these people, Kevin Smith and et cetera. And they're all like, yeah, it's, it's Bill Finger. Batman is Bill Finger. And Bob came in and I was like, uh, okay, I guess a little bit of, but then I read this fucking Neil Gaiman quote about this dude. And I was like, holy shit, <clears throat> I'm going to bring it up. Cause like, uh, Neil Gaiman doesn't really, uh, mince words a whole lot. <clears throat> yeah, he doesn't say a lot, but when he says something, it's pretty poignant. Right. <clears throat> and, um, he had this quote about Bob Kane, and I want to say it was uh, it was when it was it was when Bob died. I want to say, um, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it now. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Bob Kane was, by all accounts, a strange guy. He didn't have much talent, but he had a certain amount of luck, and most people know that Bob Kane was the creator of Batman, even if they don't know that he didn't write or draw any Batman stuff. No one else who did anything got any credit in Bob Kane's head. The other people who drew Batman, even Neil Adams or Frank Miller, in Bob's mind were just his ghosts. The only thing that was important to Bob Kane was Bob Kane. And I keep thinking of him after a conversation of a couple nights ago with Joe Quesada. Todd McFarlane says to tell you that on his Miracle Man stuff, he'll take it all the way. He'll take it to the mat, he said. He told me to tell you, though, 
that if you could sort it all out just by getting a room with him, man-to-man, and hammering out an agreement, he made me promise to say that. If Neil keeps up, Todd's going to go public with all the dirt on Neil. Oh, wait, I guess this is other other shit. So anyway, um, <clears throat> so that that was like his like beef. Right? I mean, that, that was the nail in the coffin for me when I read that he said that. I was like, oh, okay, this That's is legit. legit. Yeah. I feel like they can make a movie out of this. Some kind of uh, oh yeah, one dramatized one hundred percent. They did a movie on the creator of Wonder Woman, and and that's an interesting story. But I don't think it's as interesting. Yeah, as no, this, this is tragic. There's a lot of drama. Yeah, in here. Um, and then the only other thing uh, I'm reading, uh, 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 riddles and jokes or whatever. The War of Riddles and Jokes is that a jokes? Bat- it's a Batman. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Batman book from Rebirth, and there's this fucking page in there that I was like, God damn, yes. Uh, Bane is the main antagonist at this point, and Bane is fucking him up, and he's like, and he's like, do you know who I am? Do you know the man who can break you? Do you know the man who can destroy you? Do you know da, 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 I am Bane, and you will never see the light of day? And, da, da, da. <clears throat> and Batman's like all fucked up, like on the floor, and he's getting up, and he's like, do you know how many times I've heard that? You'll never make it through the night. This is the end of you. I will destroy you. You're a goner. You're dead. And yet, here I am. And do you know why? And he fucks Bane up. And he goes, because I'm the fucking Batman. <laughs> and it's like, nice. yes! Um, and I think that was about it. Uh, you know, we've been bagging up shirts and all that shit. Appreciate all that. Um... Yeah, all orders as of this moment have been fulfilled. (laughs) And you have a few of some sizes. We got a few left, not much. And and that's it. And I think we're still doing pretty good. We inventoried most stuff. I think we just bought a few extra things because like we sold out of some coasters and we sold out. But I think for the most part, we're set for. for TFCon. Yeah, people will go to the Artist Alley as far as no one else going to. I haven't gone to Con in like two, three years, really. But like people go to Alice Early Alley, you know, have a stack of cash and they buy a bunch of stuff from a bunch of different people. So it's never usually big stuff. Yeah. Unless they're really a fan of just one person and they spend all the money there. But otherwise. Or yeah. one property. Yeah. Let me ask you a question about Baltimore. Uh, obviously, it was my second year there. Last yeah. year was my first as a, you know, just as an attendee. Oh, yeah. I forgot you recently moved here. Yeah, relatively speaking. right. Last summer, so you know, obviously we I went with with Bobby and, and his crew last year. Um, <coughs> this year I was there, you know, from somewhat of a vendor's perspective. Mm-hmm. When you were set up there in the past, have you been closer to the center of the room, or have you always kind of been in that kind of I won't say the outskirts, but the end of the aisles? The way we I've always been closer to the center of the room because I've always been quick to register a table. So. I, you know, I, I think, you know, Kelly's booth was like four spots from the very back of the room. If you walked in the main door and came straight down. Yeah. And she had a lot of people that said, man, I've spent all my money already before, before I got I back you. here. Yeah. So I'm wondering in, in, if placement, you know, oh, and, definitely. I, and I guess she is talking to her neighbor who was an artist from New York City. And she she had registered at a particular time and Kelly had registered at a particular time and they were months and months apart. Yet there, there they are next to each other. And then that girl had asked specifically not to be set up by this guy next to her that I guess she had some beef with or something. And they set them right next to up to each other anyway. So, so I don't. I wonder if it's randomized. Yeah, I, I don't know. No, it's first pick. come, first serve. They say. But, but like, do you get to pick? Well, no. no they say so. So what does that mean though? First come, first serve. So first? they have it labeled out like. 
Um, I think it's all the corner tables of the first row first. Yeah, yeah more, more and then the traffic there. Yeah, and then uh, and then the row, 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 and then the corner tables of the back of the first row. Mm-hmm. You know, and then on to the next section. I see. <clears throat> so I've always been up front, and I've, I've I think two out of four times I've done that show, I've had a corner table. But uh, I mean, it's also it's gotten you know it just keeps getting perpetually bigger. Right. You know? Yeah, I was going to ask you guys, since I haven't gone in like a couple of years, like, is it more and more like NYCC? Because like I've been... I've been it's, in it's, a, it's still more manageable than NYCC. But it's getting to be like Wizard World, man. It's getting to be yes, more like celebrities. It's, it's, and, it's arguably as big, if not maybe even slightly bigger than Wizard World now. I well, was, Wizard World Philly. I wasn't there on Saturday, <clears throat> but I was there Friday and, and Sunday. And as far as the celebrities... I didn't see anybody lining up to get signed. But they were there. Signed. They were yeah, yeah, so they had I mean they had a ton of celebrities there. I, I saw people lining up for like um Snyder and Capullo yeah. um and a of couple of other That's like the dream team now. Right. You know, and there were some other artists people were lined up for that I, I, I didn't even recognize their names. I I, mean, I looked at their art when I walked by, I'm like, Oh, it's you know oh. really good stuff. <clears throat> I cut you off real quick, but uh I, I tried to get in touch with Frank Cho on Sunday. I couldn't cross paths with him, mm. but they got in contact with him Saturday, Adam and Dante. Mm-hmm. And when they walked up to him, they were like, yeah, you know, we're with Nerve Rage. He was like, oh, yeah, Nerve Rage. Like he knew who Nerve Rage was. Was he, do you think he was just saying that? No, well, I don't think so because we, I think the Nerve Rage Instagram follows him and is pretty supportive of his stuff. Yeah. And then when that shit went down with Spider Woman, we wrote him an email just telling him how we thought it was bullshit and we were in total support of him. Yeah. And if there was anything that we could do to help, let us know. So I'm I'm hoping that all of those things have at least he recognized yeah yeah um but yeah the the I, the Luke Cage got a lot of traction okay um and Frank got a hell of a lot of I mean he was the main attraction of that show but he canceled Sunday oh Frank Miller mm-hmm. yes I did see that for um, unbeknown reasons they too, said maybe it's just too much it, I'm it, guessing it's too much there, so yeah. you know what uh, Will Wheaton was there <laughs> Will and I asked my He's everywhere I asked my, my wife I said hey Will Wheaton's here she's like who's Will Wheaton I said, and I did the voice she's like yeah but who the hell is that guy <laughs> I said he was the, the kid in Star Trek next oh that guy I said yeah and he's on some I think he's, he's on, on a lot of nerd big stuff big th- th- yeah he does a lot of nerd stuff and yeah. um, I'm trying to, there was I don't know I, I just saw a lot of people sitting there twiddling their thumbs <laughs> you know they they keep them so far away, and you know, I um, there was these guys that came by and interviewed one of the guys, the the big black dude across from me, and they were like in suits and shit, and like had professional cameras and all this, and I was like, damn, like what is this guy up to? You know, so I ended up, you know, chopping it up with him a little bit, and he was very fucking cool, and they like every time because like it's hard, like he's selling his novel, you oh, know, okay. like he had like three volumes of it, like that actual was all that like, was book, out. book, yeah. And he's just there at an artist's alley table trying to sell his novel, you know? Mm. So, like, that's hard fucking work. It's yeah. a hard sell. And, you know, he got down to, like, three or four of volume one left. And I think three or four of volume two left. And, like, every t- like we were like, we were like, you're going to sell out of volume one today. And, like, every time he sold one, like, we would all start cheering and applauding for Because it's like, you know, like, that's that's a hustle. Yeah, man. Um, But I was talking to him. He was like, he's like, he's like the fucking mayor's office interviewed me. And wow, I was what? like, really? Is he local? And I was like, well, yeah. And okay. I was like, is, I was like, is that the suit shit? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, I was wondering what was up with that. And he's like, yeah, it was the fucking mayor's office. And I was like, I was like, well, why did they want to interview you? And he was like, election year, um, black man, creative entrepreneur. 
Mm. And I was like, ah, and he was like, but I'm going to take it. And I said, as you very well should. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, but he was cool as fuck. And, and that's about it. I think we can get into news, but I'm going to save it and I'm going to try to organize some of this news because I'm sure Phil has dumped the world in there over the past week and I haven't had a chance to check it. All right, before we get into news, we're having this Hot Toys discussion behind the scenes and it's, it's, start, it's starting to get intense. So I wanted to make sure we caught some of it. So... So he's getting out. Of- he's getting out. Pinkerton is getting out of the DC Hot Toys game because he's had his fragile little mind warped by Marvel. That is not true. Or, or that the DCEU is falling like apart. Marvel the best no, now. it's not. It's the DCEU. It's, falling, it's, it's not it's, cohesive anymore. It's, it's, like, it's, it's not a line. But that does just a bunch but, of random but figures. I, I agree. But it doesn't make like he loved that BVS setup, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make that any less great. It doesn't tarnish how great that is. It makes it so that it won't get any better. Agreed. Agreed. The the growth potential is different now. So you have three hot toys left. Which three do you have for DC? For DC, so I have uh, I have the purple coat Joker, I have the Asylum Joker, mm-hmm. and I have Deadshot. And then I also have two statues, six six scale statues that I'll probably never get rid of. I have Killer Croc and Boomerang, which they look great. <laughs> they look great with those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They I don't fit think well. they're sought after. Right, they're really not. I mean, I got them both for a steal from that. But one in Baltimore, yeah, and the other I one I got. I don't even want to put it out there because, like, that's one of the best kept secrets of Baltimore Comic Con, and I don't even want to reveal how it happens. And it's I don't, think, they, it's, I don't think they were there this year. I looked for them as well and couldn't find I them. But I, and there. I think it's also super illegal. Um, but anyway, it's the two jokers you don't have. I was I thought Pinkerton was trying to sell them to you by saying that. Yes, and I don't think that he's opposed to selling them to me. I'm not, you. and I. Uh, the dead shot, I might take him up on at some point, depending on his circumstances. But then we got into this discussion because the Joker that I have is the one in the tux yep. in the Jared Leto one. And he said that that's his least favorite. Yeah, and I don't like that character. And you don't like that character, which is fine. Um, I'm not crazy about that character, but I need to see more before I say I don't like it. Because there are, are parts you, of it that I do like. I how like. How much more are you going to see? I don't that's know. A, that's I another love question. That Joker. I, really? It may be just the way. Love, love that Joker. Love that Joker. Like, I mean, a lot of people do. It's, it's really split. Not everyone hates him. You know. I would like that one a lot better if he had that the face where he's shooting the machine gun in the back of the helicopter and he's just like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. he's just, I don't know. It's just so deadpan serious there. Yeah, but I um. So this is what it it brings me to. So I'm not a big fan of like the boxer shorts, like the the boxing shorts look. Um. The Asylum one, I think, is cool, and I'd be more likely to get that one if they did a Harley to match it, like professional Harley, you know? Oh, in the yeah. You know? They did the, they did the uh, prisoner Harley. Ex- exactly. Sipping her tea. Yes, her which is cool, which is cool. But if they did the, the other one, I would have been more likely to get it. But the reason why I like that one is because, to me, it's most comic book reminiscent. It reminds me of the Alex Ross... Sure. Kind of famous painting where he's holding Harley in that dance or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. did that one scene in the movie. Exactly, little, exactly. Yeah, her, her um, I guess it was like her, her fantasy, fantasy or whatever. Yep. So, um, so, but I, I, I agree with you that it's not the most uh, recognizable nor iconic representation of him from those films. But to me, it's the same thing. Like I'm doing with this Iron Man, where the Iron Man that I'm getting is not the most iconic Iron Man from the movies, but it's the one that is the most iconic to my representation of it from the comics, which uh, is what okay. ends up meaning the most to me. I guess I could understand that, but I mean, I've got, so the Iron Man, I think I've got Mark five and, and I, I really took a long time deciding which one I want. Yeah. It's not an easy choice. And that's, 
the one that to me, I mean, they all obviously are Iron Man, but that's the one that's like, okay, that's Iron Man. Yeah, right. we had this discussion last week where like when you were like, oh, this that's the iconic Iron Man. I'm like, well, to you, I guess, but there's yeah. so many that that's iconic. And, like you have to pick your I, personal favorite. And right? I can admit that I was wrong in saying that. That I should have said to me the most when I think of Iron Man in my head, yeah. it's red and gold in that pattern. Right. And, and yeah, I guess that depends on what genre, when you started reading comics or when you were into certain characters, that, that probably solidifies. Just like Batman, he has so many different variations. Mm-hmm. Some people like the leotard look, some people like the armored look. I like yeah. the armored look even though it's newer. So yeah. like the, you know, the uh, the one from the comp, uh, from, sorry, from the video games that came out recently. Yes, A lot of exactly. people love that set, yeah. which that's awesome. By the way, speaking of Hot Toys, mm. um, it, it, just so everybody knows, Bobby at one point in time came to my house and posed on my Hot Toys. Yes. That Luke Skywalker pose is trash. It is. It's 100% trash. Okay. Let me, let me sure you know. <laughs> no, it's 100% trash. I 100% agree. He looks like he's getting ready for a dance off. Yes. So I had him in a different pose. And when I'm, it, it worked when I had him in the other room. But when I got him in here, it didn't work. So what I need to do is I need to swap out some hands. So I put him in a fucked up pose to motivate to me motivate. to actually uh, go to the I, work I get, to do that's it. That's a you good idea. Fucking th- dig out with the box and then yeah, out the exactly. Yeah, yeah, I know that's fucking pain in the ass. Um, but I agree, it's trash. Um, the, the you know, there's a lot of people I hear from a lot of people constantly asking for a Hot Toys podcast from the cool table. Like I hear it regularly, at least once a month. How many Hot Toys collector other than you two? Are there other, are well, there? I think it's a lot, and it's it's spread a lot. I mean, yeah. there's a lot more people I'd say now than there was two years ago, <clears throat> and even people that are saying like, "I'm not going to collect hot toys, but I'm going to have one because I'm a collector you know, I, and I, I want to experience." I mean, one. as as in, in the cool table network, uh, do we have a lot of hot toys collector to like get together and talk about other than you, him, myself, and Tyler? And it looked and, like for well, a minute that was going to be a possibility. In, but. Energon addict. Uh, that's true. Uh, Dom has a ton. That's now. true, I mean, also. And they, those guys have all come on board. I mean, and honestly, I would like to just see an action figure podcast because we don't have a place that talks about on the. I mean, we do want to enter the realm. Yeah, we, that's we what it, dip a toe in, but you know, we don't talk about Star Wars Black Series figures. We don't talk about Marvel Legends. We don't talk about uh, Rebel Tech. Well, we're talking for it. We were talking about getting together and just talking about. Toys. Know, toys and stuff like just roll it in. Yeah, you can just roll it because it will be an open forum for any toy. It yeah, could be action that, figures one week. It could be high that's not a bad week. idea. It Maybe could be statues one week. Yeah. And the three of us could do it. The problem with with me, I complicate podcast schedules because I I can't do, I I can't do evenings or or weekends. I can't do weekends. generally. And you know, daytime is not a commodity I normally have. Today it worked out. So if we did it. I think if we try to do it once a month, yeah, it doesn't have to be a weekly thing. Fourth Thursdays, you know, <laughs> you four a.m. I mean, does it even have to have a schedule? I mean, no, like fucking no. beer bolter had one episode last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we had one this year that was really fucking. Oh yeah, good. yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that one really a lot. Fucking good. We've been rolling a little bit of it into nerd rage lately. Yeah. Did you ever listen to that episode? No. It's I didn't. fucking outstanding. I have not, man. I'm so lost on that. It's, honestly, it's not. It's, about 40K, it's not heavy forty k. It, it, okay. it ended up becoming a discussion about toxicity and fandoms. Oh, that's definitely an issue. And it, it and the the discourse in it was just very interesting because there was multiple perspectives on it. It was a very good conversation. I, I joined a couple forty k groups on Facebook look at Adam's um, suggestion just to look at painting uh-huh. and those guys are asking questions I'm, I'm, it doesn't show up a lot on my feed but I'm scrolling through and I have no clue like when you guys talk about it on, on here I'm like I'm no lost I yeah. no idea so am I if I it mean, means yeah. anything to you yeah. I mean some people are into it like because a lot of people cross into 40k for some reason yeah yeah it's, it's definitely it. in the loop yeah so like when we talk about it, I'm sure some people appreciate it because I had a on my Bumblebee or the G1 Bayformer 
Bonanza video. Yeah, yeah. Somebody commented on it. Oh, no, no, no. It was the one I put up yesterday. Somebody commented on it. It was like, this tank was actually uh, a basis for the Land Raider. Yes, when I was that's a real-life yeah, tank. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah land, you know, yeah. but he obviously worked at Games Workshop, but he's into Transformers, and he's in, but it's like, it's it's in the loop. It's just on the outer fringes, I that, think. That reminds me of something real quick. So, Mason is taking... We made him join a club at school, just, you know, to join a club. And so, so he, he joined the Strategic Gaming Club. Nice. So, right now, they're playing Dungeons & Dragons. Nice. They want to do 40K, but they need somebody it's to give too them, much money. They need, well, they're looking to see if anybody would donate them some... Some pieces, some, some models to play. Well, if it's expensive, I, don't I know, know it's about super that. expensive. Yeah, if he that. tells me what he needs to play a small game, he can package up a. a yeah, small. and that's the thing. I don't know enough, and he doesn't either. He'd have I to talk that, to Adam or yeah, Joe. I think there's a couple other kids in, in the in the class or group, whatever. <clears throat> the um, interesting, but I'd be down to do a irregular collector podcast. I think you just named it the Irregular Collector Podcast. <laughs> write it down. Write it down. Um, Seriously, write it down. And I think that we should uh I think that we should try to do it at least once a month. That yep. should be the goal. And then also try to take advantage of any special opportunity. Like uh NYC coming up or uh, yes, but or this weekend. Okay. What's this weekend? Because Dave is going to Dave is going to be in town, and oh, well, well, the best way we can record at my place would probably be, I don't know, we got we can sort out logistics. Give me a working weekend, keep that in mind. Yeah, no, 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 I, and I'm 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 down to work, but I'm not all work and no play. Right, right. I got I'm you. I'm mostly work and then we play. Um. So yeah, that sounds good. Uh, I mean, give us feedback if you guys want are interested in hearing. Uh, yeah. a random toys podcast that yeah. covers many many subjects. Let us know what you want to hear and if you want to hear it at all. And I think that we should even, like if there's news, you know, there's something big, like one of those cons, you know, cover that. But for the most part, just talk about the lines and talk about what we're digging and what we're not digging. Let the conversation just kind of flow freely, but keep it away from Transformers because there's so many podcasts on our network that do Transformers. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I mean, there's so many... I mean, you you don't even have enough to talk about on your Transformers podcast anymore. (laughs) It's a fact. (laughs) Well, on uh, our third-party Transformers podcast. I mean, we can bring in... I, I can bring in stuff for a show and tell. Like we can look at yeah, some of my stuff that. while we talk about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, you've got you've got I a got very th- different collection than than Bobby, and I've got a different collection than Bobby. I mean, I collect a lot of stuff. He doesn't. Yeah. Like I was serious it. about dropping by with my like quarter scale statues and stuff here, and that, before yeah, I take them home, it just makes me very very nervous. But I mean, I'm not against it. But yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm against it. I, yeah, I would. And, and I think, I w- it would be one of these things where I'd be like, "Look, I'm going to make sure that the aisleways in the hall are all clear. <laughs> I am going to stand at the front door. You tell me when it's in position at the basement, and then I'll join. Actually, call me. I don't even want you to yell and have the reverberations of your their voice to hit the statue. Just call me and tell me when it's ready, and then I'll come downstairs. Yeah, I mean, they're actually they're really sturdy once they're put together. It's really the putting them together. <laughs> Regular nice. And there's our horrible logo. I just made. It. Uh, that looks like a T-shirt to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, yeah. Pre-orders are going to be up this weekend. Right. They're forty-five dollars shipped, <laughs> <laughs> and they're all one of a kind. That's right. Limited. Edition. No reproduction. Dude, dude, Dante's fucking nerd raid shirt. Nah, that's what we're talking. Yeah. That's what, that's what, yeah, dude, it's so perfect. And you know, he got a ton of traction on it. Yeah. Because it's like it's a conversation piece. Yep. Like we were talking a bit on this. My my brain doesn't work that way. Yeah. You know, I think my brain in terms of marketing and branding and those i think that chris and i are kind of in alignment like we usually see things generally the same way but when it comes to stuff like like that approach i would have he was talking about how his wife was like you can't wear that it's supposed to be a professional thing like you're gonna look like a dickhead you know (laughs) and that that would have been my exact 
feedback to him had right. he said it. But when he showed up with it, I mean, I think he probably got more people coming up and asking about it because it's so fucking ridiculous. You know what I mean? And also, it's a personality thing. He could rock it because he has the personality for it. Yeah, Yeah, and he doesn't care what you think of him. He'll slap you. He'll slap the shit out of you. (laughs) And he he wants to. And I think think Dante was probably probably high on Sharpies. (laughs) I didn't want to call him out on that the other night, Dante, but you were probably gone on some Sharpies. Mm. All right, let me save this. All right, so the first thing I have on here is this BBTS uh, sales tax thing that's happening. Yeah. Like, I guess something has changed in the climate politically, I'm imagining, which is now BBTS. Import and stuff? Now, yeah, and now BBTS has to charge sales tax. On to, some states. Yes, but I would imagine that's just some of more to come would well, be my... Amazon did that recently. I mean, right. Amazon didn't charge tax for a long time, uh, and then all of a sudden they charge tax... I'm guessing it's out of their hands. I'm well. You think the t- states are making them charge tax? Yes. I th- I thought the thing was buying stuff on the internet and with no taxes that you know you don't know where it's coming from. Or it might be the state that they're based out. That's of. what I'm saying. Like, because if you bought stuff from the internet from Maryland, you have to pay taxes. It's always I I've always had make any that wouldn't make any sense because then why wouldn't they charge me? What do you mean? <clears throat> like if it was a mandate under, I don't, I, I think they're out of Wisconsin. I, I can't remember where. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like if you're buying something from the internet, that was a lot of nose very quickly. From the same state you're in, like if you're in Wisconsin, I think if you buy stuff from them, you have to pay taxes because oh, in the same okay. state. So now I'm wondering, maybe if you have distribution centers in a state, then you have to pay taxes. I'm thinking that would mm. make sense. Yeah, because they're, they're state taxes, not federal taxes that you're paying. So right. if you're buying stuff from another state, you don't pay taxes for that. Right, but I mean, why would these? Why would it hit these handful of states and not? That's what I'm wondering if they have distribution centers there. Okay, okay, I got. Like you. if you don't ship everything out of Wisconsin, I can't imagine that fucking BBTS has that many distribution centers. Because Amazon, it makes sense for Amazon because they have distribution centers. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So I don't know, BBS is. I don't know how big they are. I know they're big, but I don't know how. I big. think they all operate out of one warehouse. Okay. That's a lot of stuff in one warehouse, though. Agreed. Like, if you look at the inventory, not just stuff that you're yeah. into. No, 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 no. Trust me. I'm, I'm, they have I'm understanding. Quarter scale. They have third scale statues. Yeah, they have fucking one scale statues. Yeah, yeah. So, one one warehouse, you think? All that shit? <sighs> and they do pile loots? <laughs> so, here's, here's a. I, sure. I, I just found there's a, a Supreme Court case, 1992, Quill Corporation versus North Dakota. The court ruled that states couldn't require retailers to collect sales taxes unless they had a physical presence in the same place where the buyer is located. Oh, I'm smart. You um, are smart. Ma- major online retailers, namely Amazon, more and more fall under that rule by building data centers, warehouses, and other facilities in multiple locations. Interesting. Um, yeah, let's see here. I, I, I would have never guessed in a million years that BBTS had that much property. But nationwide. Maybe over, over time they've had... Maybe like 10 years well, ago, I'm they sure, didn't. I'm sure they didn't start that way, Joe. No, I'm just saying, like, we've been buying from them so long. Like, I, I guess you don't even think about maybe they've grown. Right, How much they might have grown. Yeah, no, agreed. States that assess use taxes give their residents a way to report it. So I guess you're supposed to have been reporting these purchases. California, you get a worksheet. New York requires forms of reporting when you file your income tax. In reality, states haven't been particularly stringent about collecting these, and many shoppers don't even know they owe. Yeah, very I mean, few- it also depends on how much you're buying, right? If you're buying like fucking $10 worth of stuff sometimes. Right. As a result, a coalition, coalition of 24 states has adopted the Streamlined Sales Tax Agreement, which allows retailers to voluntarily collect sales taxes. Mm, mm. In practice, it's easier for online merchants to add the tax at checkout as opposed to having states pursue residents for levies owned, uh, on, owed on purchases. Well, my, my response to the BBTS thing is support the small guys because, you know, 
there's people out there selling toys that are smaller retailers like Agabus, for example. I thought you were going to say like Crash. And, and well, I wasn't. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> I, I report my taxes. What are you talking about? <laughs> I stayed in Maryland. Um, but a lot of these smaller, you know, I, I don't want to name drop everybody out there, but you know, there's a ton of people out there selling selling toys that aren't BBTS. Yeah. The um the when I buy XM stuff, I buy from uh, Speculative Operatives. That I gave you the link for that yeah. Batman statue, but that's they have really so good bad. price. And who is that shit. you buy from? From Speculative uh, uh, Spec Op. It's a short okay. dot com. I'll, I want I'll send that you the uh, statue. So goddamn bad. Joseph. I know. I, I, I was contemplating not sending that, you that link because I'm like, this is going to cause him fucking it? sadness. Holy shit! I'll, I'll pull it up for you. This, <sighs> like, this so, is going to make him sad. But let me show it to him. I also uh, I had I had an idea, Joe. I want to run past you. Oh, all right. You ready? Mm. Okay, so I figure out from Ace because he says he has a server in his house where he operates all of his music, movies, media, etc. off one server in yeah. his home. So I I find out from Ace how he does that, mm-hmm. and then I pull out all my DVDs and CDs and put them in a book or something and or a few books and file them away somewhere. Get rid of the cases. Get rid of all that cabinets in the back for quarter scale. See, I knew you'd be on board. I can, 100%, uh, Joe, uh, Joe, 100%. I can always count on this you to be on board. An, I, I, he told me this the other day, and that's just such an odd <laughs> turn of events that has to happen. <laughs> and, and, I mean, it, dude, I, this, this had to happen two years ago. I, I could have told you that shit. Well, yeah, I've, All I've been making fun of you for Paths end <laughs> at quarter scale. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able I mean, to I'm, find I just got not. there faster. Yeah, you did get there pretty quick. And you I already, know, when, I, when I picked up the started getting, you know, six scale, well, somebody somebody messaged uh, Lotus Stark. I don't know if he it, listens or not. He, oh, he's the man. Okay, Lotus said, um, Escalation's going to get you. You'll, yeah. you'll be buying quarter and half scale stuff before you know it. I haven't yet. Third scale. Like, third scale. Like, we had this discussion where the third scale is too big. I can't find a picture of that fucking statue, Joe. XM Studios. Okay. Um, XM Studios, Bat, um, Batman. Uh, XM. I mean, they're going to have a lot of different Batman statues, but. It's pretty uh, specific, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I start. It started, the math it. didn't make sense to me when I was like looking at my pile of loot from different stores. I'm like, I could have you know six of these cool figures or one fucking awesome statue, right? You know, and and space wise, like it, it does take a lot of fucking space, yeah. right? <laughs> right? Yeah. You have to maybe have to link this to the show and the show. Have oh they, my god! Have they put out the colored version yet? Not, no, the, not yet. Not yet. And it's but it's like they're only What's making the 150 on of them. Why the fuck have you not ordered that? Yet? I know. I, I send you the link of where you can pre-order from the guy I buy, I buy and, and that's the best price. That's six scale. Uh, yeah. yeah. How big is the base on it's it? It's fucking gonna be, oh, huge. It's gonna be huge. But like this, this guy that sells stuff, like especially if you pay like upfront, you get a huge discount. You won't find it in any big stores. Any I remember you talking about him before. Is that where you got like your um, my darkness, darkness, my Magdalena, my <laughs> Witchblade, all from all from this guy. There's so many Easter eggs in this, like 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 the fact that Selena is looking up at him, like you know what I mean. Like the the Joker has one hand on him, like he's the only one really touching him. Yeah. You know, like they work with so the artist Batman artist to much design this involved in it. And the funny thing I was saying mm-hmm. is like that Batman's the least interesting. Don't do that. Piece Don't no that. In, in this in this oh, fucking okay, in, okay, in this okay, okay, okay. in this particular um, okay. diorama. All the other characters are a lot more interesting than he is, so he's the central figure. I was getting ready to pull your mic plug. <laughs> <laughs> Would you not agree, though? No. I, he, uh, well, 
like pose wise and pose wise, wise yeah. pose wise I mean, he's the anchor yes. he's the anchor for the piece right. but other than that i think like everyone else yeah. is just like yeah. i want to look at what they are about looks amazing just so much to look at i think it is an amazing piece you should, um you should get it you're right don't it. don't tell Laura I told you. Otherwise, my dream will come true where she says I'm not welcome in your house anymore. <laughs> Dude, I had a weird dream the other night, but it's definitely Patreon. Uh, the so this other one is the Return of Toys R Us. Have you read anything about this? Yep. What's the? Can it. you educate me on this? Because I, I had a. It didn't seem like it didn't seem like to me from the brief reading I did of it that it was saying what they made it seem like it was saying. So this is all it is to it. Okay. So Toys R Us is uh, has been owned by uh, in some investment firms, and people will argue with me, but I think that's what ruined the. No, I think you're right. From what I've read, firm. it seems the case. They have decided that the IP is worth keeping. The name. That is all this is. They, I mean, it makes sense. Toys R Us is a huge not, name. They're not going to sell the, the intellectual property like they were planning on doing. Interesting. That is all it is. Oh, like the giraffe and the logo, basically. Right. Yeah. So so there was there was someone not too terribly long ago that said they were going to resurrect KB Toys. Mm-hmm. And it was some guy, he, he buys these obscure brands and the copyrights or the, the trademarks up and, and tries to... Run with it, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just can't imagine somebody at this point saying, "Hey, here's a, I don't know how how big are those Toys R Us buildings? Hundreds of thousands right, of square feet. Right, right. Let's let's Walmart size. yeah, let's put toy. You know, I could see them coming back in a like a mall store. Maybe, of course, the rent there's ridiculous too. Yeah, Not or maybe even an online online store, an yeah. online presence. It's like yeah. the Toys R Us online store. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and they could maybe carry a more diversified, you know, adult. Is their website down? I don't know. There's only one way to find out. But like, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I stopped shopping at Toys R Us a long time ago. If you shop online at all, there's just no reason to go to Toys R Us. You're right. I mean, people like the hunt. I, I agree. Yeah. But like, there's something. Finding there's what something you want, extremely satisfying about finding something. Finding what you okay, want. So the, the website's still up. Yeah, but it's a landing page of thanks to everybody. Right. And the price. Their fucking they their were, shit is more price uh, or more expensive than the shit at Target at exact ex- exact same shit. So when they, I was buying Transformers, they were yeah. they were ten percent higher um, on Marvel Legends. So example, you know, twenty two bucks for a twenty dollar figure, and then at Walmart, Walmart's got it for eighteen ninety seven, seventeen ninety seven, and Target's somewhere in that range yeah, too. That's why they died. Did you hear about the Canadian deal with Marvel Legends at Toys R Us? They have a no. They have a collector's punch card club kind of sort of thing no uh-uh. yeah you buy i think as you buy so many you get a discount on the 10th figure or some hmm. some jazz like that um because they're still open but yeah so I, I don't i don't know too much about that but that's uh it sounds like nothing <laughs> uh, sounds you're, like. you're exactly right yeah. um there was an image of the boys live yes. action show yeah. that hit did you see that with that cover what's fucking cool this so let me say this I think I always thought this was going to be one of those it's coming to TV yeah we're talking about this on the, on the ride I yeah. know you have to film me and what is the boy it's a comic it's a comic I'll tell you about it here in a second but that's the uh, that's the photo released now let me see if I get is that Andy Circus no it's not it looks like Andy. it's Carl Urban though and that's the comic oh it's Garth Ennis gotcha. yeah and I always thought it was going to be one of those it's coming to tv like Damn titties like yeah oh yeah that's it's a very adult book like why the last man is supposed to have been coming to tv forever oh, wow straight yeah. out a very adult book mm. yeah and um it's almost anti it's basically like a, a tearing apart superheroes kind of theme to it uh especially american superheroes which sometimes i get a little sensitive about being as though garth ennis is british but i try to get over it 
like if you're from here, it's just like anything else. Like if you're a part of the cool table and you criticize the cool table, like for things that we're doing or not doing, I'm like, yeah, tell me about it. I want to, I want to, you know, but if you're like outside and you're going to fucking criticize it, then then I'm like, what the fuck do you know about is that, it? Is that like Bono talking about American politics? Exactly. Dude, My Hero Academia, All Might is American and like he has the most epic moments. Really? Like, so it's, it's like, I mean, it's like a, a love note to American comics, really. That is an anime, Japanese anime about Western style superheroes, really? Huh? Maybe I should watch that one, Joe. Why didn't that be on the fucking list? You don't like anime, bro. I'm not. I'm not gonna put you through that shit, <laughs> it, it, dude. The most epic moment happens for me at episode fifty. Oh my! So gosh. good luck with that. Yeah. But that 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 was the episode I was talking about. That was a moment I understood why people love Superman. Mm. I never had love for Superman, but now I and I never understood it till now. Mm, okay, uh, I've watched a couple episodes. Mason watches it. Really, I guess it comes out on Hulu on. Like Saturday mornings or something. something I, like I don't that. know, but he like religiously watches yeah, it as soon as it drops. He's got great. that uh the Figma of um Daku. Yeah, it's like four hundred bucks. It's expensive. He's got like and, three of the pops that are worth Bakugo, yeah. about that much too. Um, and then there was the Spider-Man Universe trailer that we got, or whatever it was, the Miles Morales. I think it's Edge of Spider Verse. Edge of Spider Verse. Spider Ham making an appearance. I do. I'm. I'm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why, why you're into it. Like you really surprised me a lot of times with your taste. I'm like, I would yeah, be like, that did too. Like, I would be like, you. That would be something you would hate. I thought. But. So like, I remember him popping up like in the what if books in Marvel back in the day, and I remember thinking how bizarre it is, and like the fact that he's kind of making the rounds again. Like he seems like a part of the fabric of that universe to me. Yeah. I think if I just got introduced to it now, I'd be like, "This is horseshit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah, remember when the when the legends were coming out? You're like, "I gotta get the spider ham." Like, what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I don't you know why little, it seems little, right because um, he's light enough. You can put a little blue tax on his feet and stick him upside down on your roof. Yeah, spider pig. Yeah, spider pig. <laughs> um, oh, uh, one one sec. Back to uh, my hero. I can be real quick. <laughs> Season four just got announced. Oh, okay. Most enemies end in two seasons. What what if it hits season four? It usually means it's gonna be an ongoing for good, like Dragon Ball Z nine, ten, still right, right, still right. going now, and like One Piece and stuff like that. So hopefully we'll keep going. One Punch Man, are we getting season two? Soon? We're getting season two. Yeah, we are getting season I, two. I two weeks. Side of my figure the other. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a new thing. Uh, that's what I heard about about in about two weeks. Oh drop. <laughs> um. I, uh, I, but I'm excited about, uh, I'm excited about this Spider-Man this movie. This looks fucking I'm great. actually more excited about this than I was for Homecoming. But you liked Homecoming? Yeah. Okay. Well, this is, but I wasn't also, really excited. This is also something really different. Yeah. And I think it's just that like. It's refreshing. It's refreshing in, in the, the, the options that a animated film can provide that's not tied to this larger piece that has to kind of stay within these confines. It, it interests me. Was it, know? was it, uh. Was it an Asian Spider-Man in there? I didn't see. I don't know. But that's one of the best <laughs> moments of fucking Spider-Verse. Is uh, he's like, oh shit, am I the racist Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, and then we have uh, the next thing was uh the uh uh the trailer for Dark Phoenix. I I haven't. You haven't seen it? to watch it. I watched it. All right. Well, let's watch it real quick, Joe. Okay. So, thoughts, comments, courtesies, concerns. Um, uh, Trailer's good. Tone is good. Tone is good. Um, the Tone was good for Apocalypse also. I'm just going to put that, that out that, there. That's why I was going to say. It's like, my Apocalypse really ruined me for this universe. I know. Like, I didn't because, hate it. I didn't hate it. it. 
it, God it bless was, you. The first two was so good that it was the a second huge one especially. Let, it, that was such a huge letdown that like it, it the drop was so far from me that was shocking and like now I'm just like out of it. I think that X Men movies are the closest thing I feel in the comic book world to how I feel about the Transformer movies. Really? Yeah, just a slap in the face to the spirit of them. But so, First Class and Days of Future Past wasn't. That That was the beauty of them, for so me anyway. X-Men 2, I feel. X-Men 2, First Class, and Days of Future Past are the only ones that feel right to me. Right. Uh, my, that's my, my question is, did you care for like the, the original... Stuff that original, came out in the early 2000s. Original three. I like the second one. Yeah. The third and, one is third one, gutter trash. Bad, yeah. I liked that it, it it helped us jumpstart the superhero movie genre. It did. It did. I mean, it we did. had superheroes before that, movies before that, but that... It was epic. No yeah. epic movies. Exactly. And also, yeah. like, we didn't think it was can be done. Technology was just getting good enough right. to where we can see all the special effects. Exactly. We know that, and then Spider the Spider-Man movies, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, right, right. around the same time. So, I, I think... I was... I guess the back the back end of some of this Disney deal, I was surprised there wasn't a a Disney logo involved in that production. But I, I guess it was completely done by the time they. I don't know how all that shit is going to shake out quite yet. Yeah, that Disney stuff, like because there's talks now the Gambit movie back up and running. Yeah, that I mean, this has been a running and, joke and, and on that show since I've joined the show three been years like ago. A, a basketball or an NBA game, it's been up and down. How many times? It's going to be a rom com now. And then the New Mutants is still supposed Fun to rom. come. You know, so like, I don't know, but I, I just feel like, I feel like they are going, the most important part of the Dark Phoenix saga, which is the, the monumental X-Men story is Gene and how Gene handles it. I and do not like the, the actress that plays Gene. That's why I said she's a good actress, but she doesn't look like, not, I don't know. It doesn't, she doesn't feel like Gene to me. I think that's because she's young. Maybe. You know, this is. This whole the way they did the X Men going back in time, and I know they tied them in somewhat, but like I'll give you an example. My wife watched that trailer, and she's like, "Wait a minute!" She was very confused about when it was and who are these people and why is that person different. So, to the casual uh, normie, I suppose this is probably very fucking confusing. If the last time you know they saw an X Men movie was you know Wolverine and Professor X uh, from uh, Star Trek, you know, yeah, I mean. I don't know. It's just it's been very confusing. I, I, I feel like the normies actually are less confused than we are because they have like, <laughs> no, they have less yeah. attachment. Uh, they don't, they don't care as much. True. I, like I if this happened, right. then this happened, then that happened. That's all that really matters to them. So as is, far as I, people I've talked to, is this the last time you guys want to see these actors portraying these roles? Well, yes. I was just gonna say the the beauty of of this is just the two people. You can we can watch. Professor X and Magneto get old in these movies if they keep going. And we I, can get to I the old man Magneto. Cool. And, well, I, the, most of them I don't have an issue with. You know, like, I think that um, everybody that's done Xavier has done a good job. All uh, two of them? Every, well, yeah, okay. I'll take it easy. Both of uh, both, uh, Magneto. No, actually, uh, the animated sure. voice actor was fine. Eh, probably <laughs> both? my least favorite. No! That's <laughs> yeah, a, bit, a bit much. Both of the Magnetos have been perfect. Yes. Um, uh, this I don't like Old Storm, but this new Storm you seems don't like Halle Berry? fine. I like Holly Berry. Halle just, Berry. I just don't like her as Storm. Her personality doesn't seem right. Um, I didn't like Old Jean, 
but I do like New oh, Jean. You didn't I, like Fomke Jansen? She pushed my buttons, man. But no, I'm. But so being a being a, that she's an attractive woman is different than what I'm saying, though. Right. She never felt like Jean to me. Um, <laughs> I think I was okay with both Scots. I thought she was okay. Actually, I don't know. I, I was I okay with Rogue. I was okay. With, really? Not, no, no. Let me. Let me. I was okay in, with in, Jean and Rogue in Days of Future Past. Oh, oh, oh. This, yeah. oh yeah. We get. We can. It's getting confused. Right. Now. Right. Right. Um. I wasn't okay with Gambit. I wasn't okay. I'm, I'm, I know I'm in the minority, but I'm not okay with Wolverine. Um, See, he's he's I, only he's like two foot too tall. Yeah, and, but they can and, shoot him, and and he's they never have. He's always a tall dude, and, and he's too clean. Like I, I just want like, a dirty white trash scrappy dude, short that, Wolverine, dude. That's, that, that, that's part of the beauty of the the fucking Wolverine series. I'm listening. To. They're like, yeah, this this short like five three five four guy who's just as wide as he's tall and hairy and exactly. dirty. He was naked. Sh- Getting a deer in his fucking cabin. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like Wolverine. Yeah, like I, I want to be like a little animal, you know, little fucking tough animal. Yeah. Um, Beast has been fine in both. Uh, yeah, I don't think Grammer? I cared for uh, Frazier as, as Beast. Really? really, it didn't bother me. He he, ha- he, he was okay as the, like the professor, the doctor, the smart fucking Beast man. Angel's wrong in both. Yeah, the angel Angel has been bad. Take. To me. These broken wings. <laughs> Mr. Mister, the band's so nice, they named them twice. Uh, who else? Um, Psylocke was a nail for me. Yep, Psylocke's been wrong in both See, iterations. I wanted Olivia Munn to I think be we, good. we all did. And it wasn't. She pushes some buttons for me, and that was of just course. like... Um, I don't know if there's a script, the directing, or a, what. She's, she's I've seen her act well before. Yeah, like it wasn't she was good in, there. She was in something recently, and it bombed. Too. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what it was. The first Nightcrawler was great. Oh, uh, Alan Cummings. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Check you out. Um, that, that was I didn't great. Mind, I didn't mind the second one. I didn't mind it. It wasn't great. I don't even, I don't even remember him. I was a kid. Because he was in Apocalypse, right? Like, Yeah. yeah. They, they bamped him out of the room. Yeah, he got yeah, and he got Angel out of there too, and yeah, but uh, a lot of bamfing, a lot of bamfing. Uh, White Queen, they, they don't sh- like either. Did a child both are or... both are wrong. Yeah. Uh, she didn't have the presence. Jubilee looked fine, but she didn't do anything in the, well, uh, in the second so one. Perfect, just like Jubilee. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the relationship between Jubilee and Wolverine is important. I feel. Right, they they pushed that on Wolverine and Rogue and said yeah, that stupid. that was fucking. It, yeah, there's just so much like inherently wrong with that universe. Are like, these costumes the same as the costume in Deadpool? No, that, that ties no together they're, the, they're the same no, as uh, First Class. And Are they? No, they're different. They're different. They're different. All they look the way like around. it to me. With the X's, the blue and yellow suit with the X's. I'm pretty sure they're different. Maybe at the very end. When they were walking on the street, that's what it looked like to me. But okay. I could be wrong. I, I, I thought they looked like Nagasana um, like Teenage Warheads. Mm. Now hers is black and yellow. These yeah, this is definitely yellow. blue. These are blue okay. and yellow. I like the Colossus and Deadpool. Okay, now the Deadpool movie is different. I love Deadpool. I wanted them to tie together. That's and why. I love Colossus. Yeah, um, that Colossus is fucking great for but, me. But Deadpool, you can cut and paste anywhere. It still works because of his knowledge of the world he's in. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's why I want to talk about Colossus. It seems the same. It's supposed to be the same universe. Isn't it was in the same mansion when they. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a little Easter egg in. Yeah, with the with the, well, they're with in the, the room, closing yeah. the door. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not sure it's ever the same mansion. Honestly, like I'm not sure they always shoot in the same place. It seems like it changes, switches around. Mm. Um, but yeah, and, and, uh, so you think they're gonna bring the Phoenix Force into play, or it's just gonna be a mutant power thing? That that's another question for me. I'm guessing it's the 
Phoenix Force. Because if it's a Phoenix Force, then they could tie it with a greater Marvel Universe. Yeah, because I don't want them. Please don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. Yeah, don't Don't do that. Don't don't, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Um, They are... It's, it's they're gonna fuck Gene up. They're gonna fuck Gene up. Gene needs Character. special oh. care in telling this story. I mean, and they it will looks fuck like it's up. centralized around her. At least. I think it's centralized around her as well. And without Wolverine, it's gonna be easier to centralize her. There's no Hellfire Club. Yep. No. Well, Hellfire we had Hellfire Club. Club already. And Gene has to sacrifice herself for everybody. Like it has. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Let's move on to uh, Back in Black. We got images of Spider-Man from Spider-Man Homecoming mm, seemingly mm. wearing the noir suit. Mm. It's a black suit. It's, it's a noir suit? It, that's what it looks like to me. Like the trench coat? And- it's not quite the trench coat, but it's like very tactical, and it doesn't look like a, a black <laughs> spider suit. No. Um, let me see if I can't. There you go. Okay, okay. You know, like it's a stocking cap look, it's tactical gear on his chest. I I want to know um what where in chronology this this is, takes place in. Yeah, I don't know. It says the the caption was Spidey stealth suit up close. Spider-Man far from home. Is. Yeah, so I this when well, in real life when is this movie going to come out? I don't even know. After Avengers 4, right? Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah. Uh, I would guess next year if they're filming now. Because yeah, Avengers is done. Yeah. Okay. Um, and another mystery surrounding this movie is Mysterio. Or it looks like we got a picture of him as well, but it's just like the cape and some armor. He looks a little. I mean, it's all about how you shoot that. Mysterio thing. is a fucking wacky looking guy. All anyway. of the all of Spider Man's villains are fucking wacky, and they're all named after animals. Craven works. Yeah, Craven's one of the cooler ones too. Mm-hmm. Like Craven's Last Hunt is probably one of the best Spider Man books ever done. I would imagine. I'm not a Spider-Man expert, but I would imagine the Spider-Man fans feel that way. Is Craven a dentist in real life? I don't know. <laughs> it's, a, it's a callback to Cecil the Lion. The, the, the dentist guy who liked to go out hunt, hunt lions and then he got Oh, huge. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's a, that joke was very highbrow, Joe. I had to put a lot of pieces together for that one. He's got the lion head for a fucking vest. Um... And then the only other thing that we have in Marvel news is uh, they are using James Gunn's script for Guardians. So he's getting paid for that? Yep. I, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, paid. Yeah, it's fucking it. dumb. It's all fucking dumb. Yeah, of course They're, it is. It's all corporate shit. It has to be. Yeah. Like, I'm going to take him out. He's not going to direct anymore, but we're still going to use the script. I it's agree. Like, what the fuck is the point then? What, um... I'm sure everybody's happy about that except for me, but that's fine. What um about the script or the directing? The script, because you like the directing, right? You just you don't yes. Like, yeah, I just don't like yeah. So they, they kept the bad part for you exactly. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on this Joaquin Joker? I haven't heard you talk about um, it. Well, you hate DC now, so that's not true <laughs> at all. Um, I don't. It's like you went to the party and you were like, "I'm going to stand with all these people over here. I'm going to be in the popular crowd." I'm going to shed my cape and cow and my red S and I'm going to go stand with the fucking children. If I could answer your question, you snarky, you snarky bastard. Um, I, I'm intrigued by it. I definitely want to see what they what they do with it. I, I think, I think uh, Joaquin Phoenix is a, is a brilliant actor. 
Yeah, he's done some great stuff over the years. Uh, actually, I watched Gladiator recently. I like. I like that. He's great in that. And uh, his portrayal of Johnny Cash, I thought was yeah, it's perfect. Uh, Signs. Signs. Well, hey, anytime you can watch a Shyamalan movie. There was that movie where he was a rapper or something, and he like lived the role for like a year. Oh no, yeah. So he he said he quit acting. Yeah. And he was just going to do music. He grew out a, a big, ridiculous beard. beard. Yes. And it was the all it was fuck. all like a movie. There was some other actor that directed it. I don't remember who do was you think somebody that, was in on it. Do you think that Joaquin Phoenix is a better actor as a person or as a forehead? <laughs> I, I never noticed. Dude, that, never that noticed. Fore, do you have you not seen the forehead? No, I, I haven't. This is, yeah, yeah I'm going to get this live recording. You're not online enough. Now, this was a while ago. This was like a year ago. But it's like making his rounds again because, you know, he's in the news. Yeah. But uh, interesting to have a Joker movie without Batman. Not to say that there's no Batman. There might be a Batman cameo and then we just, it's just real fucking well, cautious about it. Apparently you get uh, Batman's dad in this. All right. Just keep watching. He can emote. <laughs> Upside down on his forehead. <laughs> That's pretty wild. <laughs> He's got lips. So I'm waiting on somebody to turn him completely upside down. <laughs> Dude, that shit is crazy. That is Dude, wild. He's double acting, man. Oh, God. Oh, that's good. I can emote with my forehead. <laughs> I, I do think, I, I thought it was... Um, I do I do think it's interesting. Um, There's something captivating about it. Yeah, well, you know, the time frame it's set in... Um, it's like the 70s we were talking? In the 70s, you know, it's... The the funniest thing to me was that some of those first images is like oh it's the hot toys yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, 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 yeah. the colors and um, like the way he moves and like then there's that one scene where I guess he's running off the subway with a mask yes. on they, I mean we've just seen the 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 tip of the unit here right so I agree speak, so but like and I, and I think that that face paint that specific face paint is tied specifically to that scene. And it because there's other people wearing the face paint as well or masks that yeah. match that face paint. So do you? And I know I think you guys talked about this a little bit. Do you think that this ties into any other? No, I think it's a standalone. Yeah. And I think this. I think standalones is how DC is going to be successful. I, for I think the they cinematic. have to now. Like they, since the connective universe failed, like it, I don't know. It's better to just have standalone movies at this point yeah. rather than trying to salvage that shit. And mm-hmm. a reboot of a con- connected universe might be too hard at this point well they well, i think confusing well i think the thing was is when they finally threw in the towel they have warner brothers hires monitors to look at ebay listings for hot toys and like just recently in the state of maryland like a bunch of hot toys dc stuff went up on ebay it was all and pinkertons they, oh yeah <laughs> it was all my stuff <laughs> and then they threw in the towel um, let's get through this Star Wars news real quick because there's not much to talk about, and then we'll and then we'll go to the Q and A. So, oh, I, one more oh, question. Um, fuck. Oh, keep going. I no, I, I fucking forgot. Um, what's about Joker though? So first of all, uh, okay. Oh, 
How do you feel about a Joker origin story? Do you want a Joker origin story? That's a good question. You see, so I always defer to the animated series in terms of origin stories. And they ask him like where he came from or what his past was. And he says, when it comes to my story, I prefer it to be multiple choice. Mm. And like that to me. And and then when we see hints of that with, you know, my father was a gambler and a fiend, my wife. Yeah. Where do you get those scars? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I love that little tip of the, the hat, so to speak. So like having a, having a canonized origin story. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm not a huge Joker fan, but I guess a character, you know, like like when Wolverine Origins came out, it was cool. Oh, we finally know about Wolverine's Origins, but like it but took it's a little done. bit away. You can only put the yeah. toothpaste out once. I I was gonna say it. I I shared it in both the chats. I'm in with you, gentlemen. But uh, just another thing which makes me love Christopher Nolan as a human being. But when he went to the art director, the makeup director, to come up with ideas for Ledger's Joker makeup, he brought him this painting after he saw a few designs, mm-hmm. and he said. Uh, use this for inspiration. Keep it loose. Don't be afraid to get messy. So he used that for the base to do the Heath Ledger makeup. And then it turns out that picture is by Francis somebody, Rudolph. He's like a famous artist or whatever, but it's the fucking painting that Joker wouldn't let Bob destroy in the museum of the 89 Batman. Oh, shit. That's like, really neat. That's I, the I type the... of shit that I fucking love about that dude. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, that's just a fun fact. Well, how do you how do you feel about uh, Joker's origin, Pinkerton? Well, I, do you I want. I mean, I know in the comics there's three Jokers, right? So, well, I don't, feel, I don't, feel, I don't, don't feel about that either. Well, we don't know what that means yet. We don't know if that's. So Adam and I talked a bit about this recently, but like, we don't know if that means it's three different Jokers. Three different human jokers. We don't know if it's a joker that lived through three different phases. We don't know if Adam and I were like kind of theorizing, like like let's let's step outside the the box for a minute and mm. just go crazy, you know. And Adam was like, "What if it was like almost this force of nature? The Joker is a force of nature that possesses people almost to an extent, and almost like a virus. And then once you get it, you know, you're you're the Joker, and it's just moved through three different people, and then." I was saying, like, what if, what if we've never met the real Joker, and all the Jokers that we've seen is are just people that Joker has warped their mind, like, like Joker Harley. did with Harley, right? You know, like yeah. the same type of shit, like all that kind of stuff. Mm. Like the the possibilities of what it could be is very cool to me. Usually, oh, standard time travel and alternate universe shit. Yeah, but usually, what it ends up being is far less interesting than what it could be. You know, but. Um, I think most people assumed it was golden age, silver age, modern age, you know, but I don't know if it's going to be that cut and dry uh, because they showed like pictures of three jokers recently, like an artwork. And one seemed like it was modern. One seemed like it was killing joke and one seemed golden age or silver age, I guess. Yeah. So like there was no golden age joker. So like, I don't know if it's going to be as cut and dry as we thought it was. Mm. Um, so this, this star Wars news, we got to move into real quick. Two things, um, you know, uh, we've covered uh, all the breaking news here that Kathy Kennedy was going to be fired. Just every other, every time you turn around, they were going to fire her for something because she's just, Joe, she's just running that franchise right into the ground. <laughs> um, and my my kind of point of view on it was, look, if they were going to fire her, 
they would have already done it. They wouldn't let her be behind episode nine if they weren't happy with her. Right. Because episode nine is arguably the most important one. Yeah. You know, um, and she just got her contract renewed for three more years, which makes me happy because I like, I like all the movies that they put out, but I mean, I love Rogue One, I love The Last Jedi, and I like Solo, and I like Force Awakens. So, generally speaking, it's the most consistent run of Star Wars I've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. It's four films that I like back-to-back. I've never had that before. I had three films that I liked, and then I have two films that I can get through, and then one that I really enjoy, you know? So, I'm, I couldn't be happier. I know that it upsets a very... Uh, you also enjoy rubbing it into people's faces, minority. Yeah, of course, because <laughs> it's just like because they're so adamant just, about it. Yeah, and, and it's all this fucking fake news bullshit of people saying like, "Yeah, my insider, dude, you don't have a fucking insider. Like, you don't have anybody with ears in that fucking room. I can look at you in your face and tell that you don't fucking know anybody important for one, let alone somebody who's going to be in a fucking room with Bob Iger and fucking Kathy Kennedy." I don't exist in that world. I can tell by how fucking tight the buttons are around your neck that you don't fucking know anybody that important, you piece of shit. These fucking people on YouTube. God damn it. YouTube has fucking... YouTube Star Wars is lost. Yeah. Like, it's gone. Like Anakin? Yeah. You are lost. (laughs) You are lost. You know, and I would love to see a lot more people making a lot more positive content about Star Wars on YouTube, and I, I, I would like to be one of them. I just I got to figure out how to how to find an angle in it. Um, but I'm just happy to see that she's got her job because so far I've liked what she's done. And the other thing is is another conspiracy. So we've covered the Disney conspiracy before, and something just changed. So I'm going to save. So, um. They we've we've covered this conspiracy before, and I'm not a firm believer in it either. But uh, people started going crazy with the Disney conspiracies because, and it, it wrote, like all over the internet, all over Twitter as well, that there was this movement of people making these uh, negative comments about um, Venom, the Venom movie, which has premiered and is not getting good reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to try to find. Uh, it's, I'm going to try to just so I can, I can say it. Oh shit. I've opened up your text and not this dolphin chat. Um, so it says it's a tweet and it's tweeted by multiple people and it says, I am the biggest Marvel fan, but I just watched hashtag venom and I don't know what to say. Easily the worst movie this year. I expected so much better and now I'm just disappointed. Watch hashtag a star is born instead. And it's tweeted out by multiple people. It's exact same like word. The, pool, yeah. The exact it's a copy paste. So, the the swimming with dolphins chat and the Twitterverse started saying like Disney conspiracy we found it anyway come to find out it's from Lady Gaga fans that appear to be using fake accounts to spread negative reviews of Venom this is courtesy of BuzzFeed the whole thing appears to have kicked off because Venom and Gaga's new movie A Star Is Born have the same release date this week and it's the Gaga fans trying to crash Venom so that A Star Is Born can be successful you know it's but just- I- I don't know how many people are like, oh, well, I guess I'll go see the the Stars Born movie instead. <laughs> instead of Venom. Instead, I mean, I think the people that would be excited to go see Venom aren't going to go see Stars go Born see regardless. A, a remake of a movie that originally starred 
Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson. Now it's Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. I don't even know. I didn't even know this movie was coming. I'm going to be honest with you. I saw a trailer for it. How did I see the trailer? I guess it auto-played on YouTube or something. Probably. And I looked it up because I was intrigued by it. Because mm-hmm. I like I like music. It looked like a documentary. I thought it was a documentary. Mm-hmm. Or not a documentary, but a, you know, like a, uh, like a biopic. Like a biopic bio or whatever. Biopic, yeah. And I looked it up and I'm like, it's a remake of a... So it's like vaguely based on something, but it's not really about anybody in particular. So my thing is, in in one sense, I agree with you that I don't think anybody was was planning on going to see Venom and then would read that and say, "No, I'm going to go see this instead." I, I mean, or you know, there may be a whole, there may be. I, I've known people that that's like on the weekends. What do you go to? I, we go see two or three movies every week. Right. That's all we do. So oh, just normies who's looking to go out and it's like, yeah. Oh. So I will say this though. I only know this movie exists because of this tweet. <laughs> this little monsters got to you, Bobby. Yeah, and and she is an artist with a rabid fan base, a, a hive, so to speak. Uh, it's not, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's not the Bay Hive, but it's close. Yeah, like she's one. Beyonce's definitely one. Nikki is one. Joe Budden. I don't know if I, his. I, I'm, I'm kidding. No, because he has like a cult following, but I wouldn't say it's a hive. And then uh, M definitely, yeah, definitely has one. Um, so like, it is just interesting, like seeing stuff like this unfold a bit. Like where these, I mean, the that that girl who was supposedly Becky with the good hair. Yeah, she is done. Like it's over for her. Mm. Because of the hive, you know, and uh, kill shot is like if you ask one of these, it's considered like the most beautiful disc record ever. You know, what I mean? like the perf. But it's because of the hive, like it controlled the narrative. Um, even though there's shit in kill shot, it's just it's the same shit I went through with Nas, man. Where Nas said shit like, you know, Rockefeller died of AIDS, and this is the guy you chose to name your company after. And people are like, ooh, and I'm like, but that's not true. It's not true. Does that matter? Not not in this day and age. So it's it's the same thing with uh you know, M called him a mumble rapper. I'm like, are we hearing the same person? No, he he called MGK a mumble rapper. Yeah, and Killshot. Oh, I don't know. I, and I'm he's like, definitely not a mumble rapper. No. But, uh, the funny thing about Eminem having a hive is Eminem is like, wait, either he is completely um ignorant to the the internet or he plays that up and i think at this point he's playing it up maybe like his instagram he takes pictures and it's like half his face with somebody else yeah because he seems to be in touch you know like he had a joiner lucas on his album and like that's a that's like an up-and-coming i had recently actually my wife found him have you heard that song um i think it's i'm not racist that he Mm, put out no you need to listen to that watch the video it's phenomenal but like he He's an up-and-coming artist. You'd have to have your finger somewhat on the... I only know who he is because I, my finger's remotely close to the pulse. You'd have to have your finger on the pulse to kind of be at an Eminem level and have this guy on your record, you know? Um, I don't know. But it doesn't matter. But it is interesting to see that sort of stuff unfold. Let's. It's going to be interesting to see what the box office for both Venom and A Star is born. Yeah, I'm going to go see Venom. I don't have high hopes. Let's, let's talk about that for a second. Out of ten, what do you, what is your expectation? Uh, I'll be honest with you, I didn't even realize that was coming out like this weekend. Until <laughs> Phil Phil sent us the chat about hey, you guys want to go see this? I have I honestly I have no expectations whatsoever. I'm going in if it's a five and it's a 
fun romp. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy. I know it's not going to be. I know going in, it's not necessarily tied to any backstory that we are familiar with. Mm-hmm. So I I know it's going to be a, a unique take on the character. Cody said it was good. Cody says everything's good. But Cody also said the mummy was good. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I always bring it up. He, gets, he always gets upset. A, He'll, he's going to text me later on and be like, I said it was fine, mate. I didn't say it was I've a, got a long. Business. I've got a long car ride with uh, with Cody in a couple weeks, and I'm going to say, tell me the worst movies you've ever seen. <laughs> it's fine. They're all, they're all fine. I'm looking forward to some, some biscuits here. E- easily entertained, man. Um, but I, my expectation is a six. That's my expectation. Uh a lot of people have been saying that Hardy does a fantastic job. I don't find that hard to believe no, he, that's, in any way, does. shape, or form. Uh, so I think he has a. I think that I. I think it's very possible that I could walk out of this movie and say this movie would be good had it been named something else. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, Goop monster. What? Goop monster. <laughs> Do you remember there was some some sort that's of what I call my semen. <laughs> There was some, there was some uh, outer space movie recently, and there was some talk of there was some black goo involved. And you remember hearing about that, and somebody saying that maybe it's the symbiote. Symbi- oh, life! Of- it was actually really, I really was enjoyed. It? Life was that the one with Ryan Reynolds? And- yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I did see that. That's a. I, I saw I, part of it. I Ryan really Reynolds en- dies like in the first act. Spoiler! Alert. Oh, thanks. I've never seen it. <laughs> but no, it's, I, I really enjoyed that movie. As, yeah, it was a sci-fi. I really enjoyed movie. Sunshine. Yeah, Sunshine is fucking Sunshine great. Was good. I, yeah. Dude, this shit, I, I, I recommend shit to her sometimes. I know I don't get taken seriously, but then you watch that shit like a year fucking later and you tell me it's just like, yeah, I know. I Remember when I said that shit? Who knows? I may have put it on my mental list then. It's the only reason why I ended up watching it. Have you watched Moon yet? I watched those two at the same time. Sunshine and Moon because it was funny. It's like, I don't know. I, I I, is that Moon. the one with um, the guy that plays Hammer in the Iron yes. Man movies? Yes, I can't think of and I name. like him. He was, he was in uh, Galaxy Quest. He, he's yeah, a yeah, good, yeah. good he's actor. A good I, like, I like him. And the voice is Kevin Spacey, but which is fine now. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's a problem. I, for, I keep forgetting. It, it, but it's not. We're getting slow well, on actors. <laughs> um, no, if you haven't watched Moon, watch Moon. If you like Sunshine, yeah, that's good. Crush the pill up and put it in your drink. <laughs> 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 what do you think was in all that jello? <laughs> so you watched part of Life, you didn't watch all of it? Life. The, with the, Brian Reynolds, where he died. Yeah, not the Martin Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, Lawrence, yeah. Not yeah, the yeah. Martin Lawrence I, I, I definitely watched that one. That one was quite funny. Y'all got that movie Life. <laughs> that was the best, that was Eddie Murphy's last best film. Yes. Um, I did not, I, 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 I lost interest. Okay. okay. Um, But I did see Brian Reynolds kick the bucket. And, and I, remember th- I remember saying out loud, I was like, either he had a contract to do something else, or they couldn't pay him enough. Um, let me save this. All right, and then we'll close out on a, a question or two. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't ask for questions this week, so we yeah, only got we like still have some. Yeah, we got we still got a couple. We always get a policy question. Thanks, policy. Yeah, policy. I man. just got one in the email now, but we're not going to put that on this week. I'll put it on next week's if we can uh, catch up. All right, so we got one from. Joe Spragan. What's up, Joe? I know that name. Uh, Joe bought a shirt. That was very kind of him. Hey, nerds. Netflix just announced that they are doing a live-action Avatar The Last Airbender. We did this one. Okay. That's okay. what I said. Deleted okay. what okay. I remember that oh, we okay. talked about. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, hearing your thoughts on what's going on, especially with the movies. I celebrated my year anniversary. I haven't dated anyone in childhood. Oh, he's... Wait, but we didn't do all... 
We talk, I think we talked about Avatar, but maybe not the question. That's why I left it on there. All right, we'll leave this on. Yeah, leave that for Adam. Yeah, he's a big Avatar fan. Um, I, I do too. I, I watched. You watched the whole series. first. Yeah. first one? I never watched the Korra, but I, mean, I, watched, I watched a few episodes. I couldn't deal with the teen angst. I love the. Uh, I love the cartoon. Yeah, but we can great. do this one. He said, "This is mostly for Joe. I just celebrated my one year anniversary with my girlfriend. I haven't dated anyone with a child before, and I got to say, her soon to be four year old is amazing, <laughs> and the experience might be the most fulfilling experience of my life. It's a very deep shame you'll." Never know that kind of love. <laughs> <laughs> I did date a girl for a short while with a with a four year old. Oh, really? Yeah, just a short while. I mean, I liked the girl a lot, but shit didn't work out. The kid was part of it. Yeah, yeah. Of why it didn't work out? Yeah, it's like I, I can't do this. Mm. Was it a trash kid or? No, she was fine. Oh, hmm. but I just yeah. Uh, Kevin, I, I couldn't see. I couldn't see a future, and I was like, I don't want to waste your time. I you got know? you. Kevin Riddell says, "Hey, Nerd Rage crew, what quotes and or imitations do guys uh, do you guys do around your wife or kids, or for Joe, let's say girlfriend? Also, have you ever dropped a movie quote around a coworker who had no clue and just kept carrying on the conversation? My favorite is saying patience in the young in the Yoda voice to my kids, and I annoy the wife with Bane saying, "What a lovely, lovely blank to whatever new house decoration or crafty thing she gets from Michael's." <laughs> I so I want to steal that from you, by the way, because that is that is a fucking cool thing to say. So I definitely do driver flyer all over the place, yeah. like, and I do it around my coworkers, and they have no fucking idea what I'm talking Doesn't about matter. ever. Um, and I also do dread it, run from it to um, your fucking crying ass kid. Yeah, to my crying kids, whenever they don't don't want to do something. The the one I say that my wife drives me it drives my wife nuts. Anytime something like. Isn't going to work out. And we have to figure out another way to do whatever it is. I always use this. It's from half. It's from half baked. It, it, it's, I've made bongs with less. It's, uh. it's no reference to me making a bong. It's just. Do you remember that scene in that movie? Yeah, 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 so, yeah. So just so it's so it's uh, Stephen Baldwin and he's under a car and they're like, we don't have a a pipe. He's like, give me a avocado and a toilet paper roll. I've made bongs with less or just something like that. So I've just always. That's a good one. Um, Oh, and I use this one too. You're right about one thing, Master. There's a conversation with somebody that I'm dreading or whatever, and it. Yeah. What about you, Joe? Do you movie It's more, man. It's more anime stuff. Like mm-hmm. over nine thousand is very common. Oh yeah. Uh, show me what you've got from um, Jay Z, Rick and Morty. Oh, we see that shit a lot. Um, I don't think anything else you guys know. We call up just anime Jojo oh when someone is this trash was like oh man you can't even photosynthesize it's, it's a reference to Nice Sidonia because in the future everyone can photosynthesize oh, you don't have to eat once okay. a week but there was this one guy who didn't get that gene and he has to eat all the time and he think he smells so I, so I'm uh, like oh shit you can't even photosynthesize you know and uh, Adam and I often do like if we're out somewhere and one of us wants to buy something but we're not in a position to buy it like when we're trying to tempt the person to buy it we'll like tap said thing and say, you want this, don't you? It usually ends up leading to one of us buying it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, we, I quote Star Wars left and right. Yeah, I mean, thinking about it is no, no, no. Yeah, that yeah, shit like do, that. It, do, do it, do it, do it. It's another one that often gets said. Uh, uh, go home and be a family, man. We'll say that shit when some, we, we think someone should... When I'm not doing good and should leave. That's um, Guile's ending from Street Fighter 2. He goes home to be a family, man. I often, I also often say to like my kids, I, you know, I'll be like, uh, you know, look, you need to have this organized so that you know where your stuff is when you go to get it, or you so that your toys look good on your shelf, like me. 
<laughs> I throw that one in there a lot. I probably quote Office Space more than anyone should. Yeah, that's oh, a good yeah. one to quote. I do that one too. Oh, I, I do it yeah. myself. Okay. Anytime anybody down now. Anytime anybody says like, uh, you know, oh, you, you're missing your you're missing your show or whatever. I'll say I wouldn't exactly say I've been missing it. But. Yes, <laughs> I, I used uh, I was in a meeting in Toronto with work and uh, they couldn't get the projector to work. I said PC load letter. I didn't finish it, but. Everybody laughed. They actually got that one. Another one that I use often is uh, in Beverly Hills Cop when he's in he's he's in, he's locked up for the first time in Beverly Hills and there's a fucking payphone in his cell and they're like Axel, you're free on bail or whatever and he's like, but I just ordered a pizza <laughs> and he's like, ah, somebody eat it. Like so, like I often say that like around the house, like if if anything, like I'll be like, uh, anytime my kids don't do something, like they get the fucking milk out and don't put it away, I'll be like, you left the milk out, nah, somebody drink it. Like, you know, it's like a thing. Uh, oh, do you ever, like, office space, you're, you're listening to rap music, you turn it down, roll your windows up and lock the door when you get to be more? No, 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 no. Back up in your ass with the resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I will, um, I am in my older age cognizant of other people, like, around. So, like, if I'm, like, driving and flying, flying. <laughs> in a, like, residential area and, like, some single woman pull or some woman pulls up and her kids are in the back and I'm, and I've got some old fucking ignorant shit playing. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll turn it, I'll turn it down. Dipset? You know? Like, I, yeah, I mean, Dipset's in constant rotation around here. I'll turn it down as to not fucking fuck their day up, you know? Uh, <laughs> like, but I would never, back in the day I wouldn't care, but now I do. Uh, great question. And then we have one from Calum. Caleb looked out for me recently. He said, news is a great segment. Good to hear your opinions, but it also helps launch other random conversations like last week's conversation about the John Snow was about what John Snow was talking about. Oh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Actually got a question for the crew. As you've gotten older, possibly softer, with parental what parental behaviors did you unexpectedly develop that you know came from your parents? We all say we'll never become like our parents, but somehow we do. So curious to see if you all had one specific thing that you caught yourself either saying or doing where you were like, crap, I'm them. For example, my dad used to get on us if any lights were on in the house during the day. Used to bug me as a kid because he was kind of nuts about it. After having kids of my own, I'm always flipping out lights left on during the day and almost understand his insanity. So um, much like my mother, I've, I've, I usually have some drinks in the evening. <laughs> Friday night showtime? <laughs> <laughs> verbally abusive to your kids um no no that i'm not doing but uh you do, well you do taunt them yeah i joke i fuck with them for sure when they're crying um yeah yeah because that's my thing i can't stand fucking cry like if you're gonna cry because you're emotionally hurt or because you've suffered a severe trauma i'll allow it but if it's anything else, I am on your ass. That sounds like something from your dad. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't even let me have it for those two, you know. <laughs> um, but I will be on your ass. Like they, they, like my Jana knows. Like when she starts losing it, I'm like, oh, oh, we're gonna, we're we gonna cry. We're gonna have a little cry, you know. And you can see her, like, no, <laughs> you know, get herself together. Uh, I, I think like I, I'm funny about the lights too. Uh. But I leave lights on all the fucking time. I'm still a kid in that regard. Uh, I hate having the door open during the summertime and letting the cold air out. Like, that's some shit to my dad. Like, I'm not cool in the neighborhood. Like, my dad used to say that, you know? Like, and, But if the heat is on and the door is open, it doesn't bother me as much. Huh. Yeah, but, like, if it's the, if we got the air conditioner cranking and you got that fucking door open, I'm on your ass. 
Um, respecting your things. My dad was big on that. I'm big on that. Uh, being polite to adults and, you know, like, good morning. And, you know, and if you don't know their name, it's sir or ma'am. Like, I'm big on that. My dad was kind of big on that. Um, that's about it. What about you, Chris? You know, Joe, Joe, do you do anything to your cats that you're, uh, I mean, and just in general, personality wise, think some things would be like, I mean, never be like them. I am like, like with work. Oh, okay. Like, I'm like, I'll never fucking work like that. And I'm, I'm doing that shit. I think that might be genetic. And <laughs> <laughs> mom's real good at math. <laughs> she did all the books. On, which, I'm like, do, I'm like, do you have a calculator? I'm like, and you're like, how did I, this abacus even get here? <laughs> oh, that's another fucking thing we say. Um, we're talking about uh, lines it's from Family Guy like she would poke me and say do math Uh-oh, cause oh, she's oh. not good at math and she would do that shit whenever because I make when an... people put, put, put yeah. an Asian kid on the table yeah whenever I make an irresponsible <laughs> driving choice from Family Guy I say good work everybody else and... <laughs> anyway I'm sorry go ahead uh, thinking about it you know what I'm raising my kids completely different than the way I was raised it and not knocking my, I had a great childhood. My, you know, I've learned tons from my parents, but I am, I am in such a different place. I think in my life than my, I think about my dad, like my dad worked his ass off, traveled, which I do. So, so, you know, from that standpoint, he wasn't home a lot. I'm not home a lot. I travel with my job, but like I'm into, I relate to my, my kids. Cause I mean, toys and movies and cartoons and stuff my dad was completely unplugged from all that you know it was a different age you gotta really think about that you know up oh, toys are i'm you're, you're you're 10 put your toys are up go get your axe you know it's time to it's time to work or whatever um i, I think a lot you'd mentioned uh just being polite mm-hmm. know, but yes sir no ma'am hold doors for people and that's a lost art nowadays I agree. you know and, and I, I beat that into my kid's head i think i think mason's got it pretty well my younger two Work in progress. Yeah, it's a work in progress. Yeah, Selena, you know, same way. Don't say yeah to me. Say you know, yes sir yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Just and I, it's not that I demand the respect. It's I want you to learn that for when you go out in the world, general public. Like yeah. my my boss is my age, and I, I say yes, ma'am, to her, and she's mm-hmm. like, and it's just an Alabama thing, maybe. But she's like, you don't have to do that. I do that. Yeah, the same I, age. I do. It's, like, younger it's, than it's a respect yeah. thing. You know? Yeah, I actually have people say all the time, like, "Are you in the military?" And I'm like, "Well, contrary to what you read on TFW, I was not in the military. <laughs> I'm just polite." Did they say you were in another TFW? Yeah, you never heard about that. We talked about it here I, for a while. I don't know how to log in. There. They were like, I think he's in the military. I think he's oh, no, no, no. It wasn't even somebody saying thank. You. It was somebody saying I know. It was somebody criticizing me, and they were like, "Look, and I know he was a because you have all the time or whatever." Yeah, he's yeah. like, I know he was in the military, and he was probably wounded in combat, and that's why he has all this time to make videos and all this oh, stuff because <laughs> head cannon. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking for my purple heart to arrive any day now. The, the respect for your thing things is. That's it's big. a big point because, like, I, I that was drawn to me because I was like that because, like, I don't know. I mean, as a kid, you don't buy any of your own shit, right. but as you grow up, you do. And um, Krista is opposite of I me. Mean, not that she doesn't buy; she buys all her own shit. She buys expensive shit, but she leaves stuff laying around. Like yeah. she like, you know, drop things like, and she doesn't really fucking care. I'm like, I it, I can't wrap my head around it. It's like you fucking worked and you paid for that. That shit is sixty dollars. How can you just fucking knock it off the table without giving a fuck about it? And I say all that with my upstairs currently being a fucking war zone because we're inventorying everything after BCC and figuring out what we need to buy for TFCon and all. But generally, my house is a little bit more put together than what it is. Your house is, I feel like, beautiful. Every time I walk into it, it's fucking put together. But maybe I'm just getting the guest treatment. Um, I mean, sometimes you just come by and there's, we feel like it's a mess. Like it was a mess 
after this weekend, and Kelly spent, bless her heart, a, a good bit of time earlier this week cleaning up. Well, there was one time I was there, and your basement was like a kind of a disaster. But you had just got a whole bunch of shit or something, and yeah, it's it's in so it's a mess right now because one, I, I built that machine, which was like a two day project, so there was shit everywhere for that. And now there's uh all the rock box stuff is everywhere. And right. Kelly had actually set her booth up in the basement as what she wanted to do, which she didn't end up doing. So we had all that shit down there. So, um, I, you know, and I built a Billy recently and then the boxes, Billy. yeah, it's, it's, it's in transition, but we try to keep a neat house. The kids, I mean, my daughter is, I've literally given up on her room. I got tired of saying, I'm like, you're going to die in here. Cause you're going to get lost or ants are going to carry you away because you're so messy. And, I've gotten to the point now where I'm just, tell my wife, you can deal with it or it, it is what it is. Yeah, your house is pretty well put together most of the time and Adam's house Adam's is pretty first well floor, put together. Adam's first floor at least is fucking spotless. I'm like, how do you fucking but do that? I chalk that up to my wife and I both work. That's what yeah. the excuse I use because it's the only way I can live with myself. Oh, yeah. I, I have no excuse. My house is kind of a mess, but like I'm always but doing you, things everywhere. But you both work. I, I'm off time. You got all those kit. No, wait. <laughs> Well, those kittens. Is that what you're <laughs> they do. They do make a fucking mess. But yeah, I, it's, my house should be cleaner than this. But every time I get a free moment, I want to do my own shit. So yeah. like, I keep it yeah. clean. Like, there's a difference between clean, uh, dirty, and messy. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's clean. Yeah, but there's stuff where it yeah. shouldn't be. My shit is right now. Like, I don't even like being on my first floor. My, my least favorite part of of just, I guess, life in general with living with other people is. Where did you put so and so? That was mine, and I had it exactly where I knew it, where it was. Now I need it, and um, I moved it, but I don't remember where. That's fucking great. Oh, you, yeah. I didn't know you lived with Bobby. <laughs> yeah, well, I can never we, keep we, track of. We have shit. a running joke um, when, hey, Bobby, where's so and so? I don't know. It's like, let me call Joe. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the running joke. Anytime we're, we're in, no matter where we are, if we're together, and something's misplaced. It's true. All right, I think we can wrap up on that. That'll do it for today. Uh, do you get at least get a posse question? He said. Oh no, I, I didn't. I didn't. Let's do that one. I always put on the very bottom. Oh, okay, all right. So Paul C said, "If you had to seduce the other cast members of NRR, <laughs> how would you do it? You got uh, you guys know each other. Let's uh, say that for yeah, Adam. Say, okay. Save that for Adam. Let's okay. say that for Adam. And Justin said, "What is onion cheese? That's the real question on my mind, dude. Onion cheese is fucking awesome. I think Adam's gets from Trader Joe's." Onion cheese. It's, I mean, it's like slices of cheese, like you yeah. know, like pepper jack. Yeah, like, yeah. you have stuff in it. It's, it's onion cheese. Instead. It's like it's fucking delicious Wait, on a sandwich. I'm lost. Explain it to me. It's like pieces <laughs> of, of roasted maybe onions. That roasted was, onions. That's, that's in there in the cheese that was you no know, cheesed with the milk. Do you guys oh. like? I know Bobby. I'll go ahead and say Bobby. Do you like pimento cheese spread? Have you ever had pimento cheese? I spread? like cheese. Well, I haven't met a cheese I don't like. Dude, Justin L loves cheese. Like I like stinky cheese. I don't moldy cheese. I have not met a cheese I don't like. So are, are you familiar with like? I don't. I don't know the name. Spread. What is it? This, what so is it's it? a sandwich spread. So it's in it's like not a, brie. No, it's pimento. It's pimentos mixed with cheese. I don't even know what pimentos. I'm too foreign yeah. for that shit. Oh, okay. okay. So it's not just me. What is pimentos? I don't know exactly. Pimento is a. Uh, it's a, a flour. A no, seed? it's a little. Um, it, I don't know. Maybe almost like a pepper, but not quite. Okay. Trying to think of something else pimentos would be in. I don't know. Because I've never heard of it. You never heard of pimentos? Palmettos? No. It's No, you got me mixed up. <laughs> I used to get, I actually had a hard time finding I bought I wanted some and went went to Weas and the only thing oh, they had is. they had it in the gourmet section. It yeah, was like a little cheese. tube of it, it was like seven fifty. Which was I seemed, try it. it seemed ridiculous and after debating it I'm like it's seven dollars. Come on, just buy the shit. And I've been eating the hell out of it. It's jalapeno okay. flavored too. Okay, so. I got to try. Oh, yeah, try. It is. 
Let me, it looks let me like see. some. It looks like a cross almost between a pepper and a tomato. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have to, I have to look that shit up. I like cheese. Yeah, the cheese does look on, good. I just put it on like white bread with, uh, of course, with mayonnaise and roll with it. <laughs> of course. White yeah, bread I prefer. And I prefer it. <laughs> cheese on white bread and mayonnaise. That's fucking but it's, trash. It's, it's not. <laughs> I thought it's not good. It's Wait, not a slice of so, cheese. It's not a slice of cheese. It's, I, it's a. And let me say this: when when we were poor. I had many mayonnaise cheese sandwiches. Dude, I had mayonnaise sandwiches. I like it. It doesn't make it not trash just because you like it. That's you know true. how you can buy chicken salad in like the little tub? It, it comes like that. That's the nice. cheese. Oh, that's fucking good. Yeah, Let that looks good it. to me too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I'm um, surprised. You don't like your shit mix, Bobby. Yeah, but every now and then I, I, I've gotten better, man. Dude, that video you put up. Which one? With, the, with your kid? Yesterday? Yeah. Oh, listening to uh, Nothing Compares to You and Her Saying It Was yeah. Trash? Fucking kid, man. She can't stand anything good. <laughs> <laughs> or you're just old. Old, yeah. Uh, th- see, that is something like, uh, it's very, very different because, like, I, I'm constantly trying to expose my kids to media, like, to music and movies and art and this type of shit. Are they not receptive? Because uh, I, I grew up on this. Before I found my own music, I, not that I have a huge music identity, but finding mm-hmm. what I like and just like having a choice in music. I grew up listening to kind of like oldies, soft rock, yeah. well, anything. Uh-huh. Because my I, I just listened to what my parents listened to and I love that shit and I still love that my shit. My kids, like the baby likes it, you know, the music. And Selena likes probably 75% of it. But Jaina, like, nope. Well, she you know, that, that going back to the parenting thing for, for a minute, my mm-hmm. my. My dad, like he he drives around the car and he doesn't listen to anything. This That's silence that, or he listens to like talk radio. But a lot of the time, like you be in the car together and it's a dead silence. And I'm like, I'm too, That's I'm, a crazy person. I'm going to turn on the radio. <laughs> That's a fucking well, he, he, silence. He, he, is... But he he he's like, I just I think a lot. I think in the car. I'm like, so okay, that's fine. And my mom like. This is very, you know, light listening. She like like Neil Diamond and things like that. Dude, so Love on the Rocks is badass. So I had to find my own musical identity, which was, you know, gangster rap and then, I, you know, Metallica and stuff like yes. that. And, and it's a connection like Mason and I have a, a real musical connection. We both like like Shine Down and stuff yes. in, in that pocket yeah. of music. Nin- and he likes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he likes, uh, he likes some hip hop too. So um, that is something different from a parenting standpoint. Like I had no musical connection. The only musical connection I can tell you about my parents is, my mom liked Neil Diamond, and my dad had an Eagles T-shirt that I shredded for Halloween one year, and he oh, got pissed. But oh, it was shit. like twenty years old at that time. So, well, when as a kid, I always thought talk radio was stupid and boring. Like, why well, do I want to just fucking listen to people talking? And I fucking listen to podcasts more than I listen right. to anything else nowadays. Yeah, it's a paradigm shift. I mean, they're not talking Dude, about we're just getting old nerd shit on. Yeah, but know, it's still like I, I never could wrap my head around wanting to listen to people talk about shit. I got, as a kid, I got know? real big into yeah. talk radio for a while, and then I don't. Anymore. My grandma well, listened to nothing talk radio but AM. Right, exactly. Yeah, modern talk radio. My grandma listened to nothing but AM, like all the time. Uh, Rush Limbaugh and that type <laughs> of shit. You know what I mean? I should have you into that. Um, all right, well, let's get the fuck out of here. All right. You lead it off, Joe. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I'm sorry. Oh, we yeah, give shout, shout outs. outs bro. Uh, shout outs to the cool table. We got Shattercast Uncut. We have Enter the Realm. We have Beer and Bolters. We have Plastic Fanatics, Stasis Lock, Toy Detox, Building Up to It, Fresh Communication, and Breaking the Mold. We also have the Nerd Rage team, Raul, Marilyn Phil. Uh, holding down Instagram and Twitter respective, respectfully, and also Dante doing the Facebook stuff and making cool ass shirts. Adam, of course, he couldn't be here today. Black Philip and Manny. Uh, and do you want to plug anything while you're here for the sake of it? Sure, Crashbox Customs on social media. Uh, enter the realm Monday nights. I know you already mentioned that. And, yep, uh, realm, realm. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right, Joe. And with that, flappy labias, tasty taint, tight dick player. 
Tell you some lies. 